stand by for pre-show banter. I'm going to start streaming and hope that it goes through. Hey, look, we're live. I'm live, baby. I'm going to talk right into the mic. Speaking words. Joining on the stuff. And Discord's taking a while to start up. Mr. Donut Dog. Hey, look, Stu's in the Discord. Boop, beep, boop. Beep, boop, beep. Yo, I'm just checking if Antonio's on Skype by mistake. Oh, we are on Discord. Yeah. Jamming things up your nose? Well, it's got to be unnecessary evil. You get used to it after a while, having Um, shit stuck up your nose and down your throat. It's fine. Get him in. Oh, he's in. He's in. There he is. Yo. Hello. Hello. Antonio. How's it going, everybody? Good evening. You Welcome. Sound very sexy as always. Oh, Thank yeah. you very much. I got my fancy, fancy ass mic plugged in for this. Oh Good. shit. Sexy and I know it. Oh here he is. Yes, 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 yes. Stu, you ready? Of course always. Here we go. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Uh yeah. <laughs> Welcome yo to the veteran gamers. And he's not here. All the kids in Springfield are SLP. News, reviews, and an independence. Chinny's not here. Oh, oh, yeah. It's the Chinny. It's the Veteran Won't somebody please think of the children? I will drop my question. Hey, Forget about the badge! When do we get the freaking guns? Hello, it's the Veteran Gamers Podcast with no chinny because he couldn't be asked, <laughs> and but we're all here and it's, He's decided that he loves yeah, he, Tara more than he loves talking to us. So, you know, indeed, there you go. Indeed. How dare. Oh, How dare it is. What's the episode well, number, Stu? Yeah, it's episode 556 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. I'm a potato. You are a potato. Yeah, so here we go. We're recording. And who's this person who's here that's not Chinny? Hello, it's me. It's J.H. Rock Antonio, your friendly neighborhood. Can I just say? I should have just let him finish the intro. Better. Well, anything's better than Chinny. A, A spoiled jar of mayonnaise is better than Chinny. Better than Chini. Yeah. You all right, Antonio? I mean, Welcome. I'm very well. Thank you very much for having me. This is this is the I needed the past week right in my life has been one of the worst of my life. And oh, I thought I'm sorry. you know, I may need to make some changes, and today I made a big change, and this is a lovely change as well. Sitting here. Well, all right. To some What's the other big change you made, topic. if you don't mind my asking? Uh career. Oh uh, right, yeah. How's that going? Yeah. 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 Well, it's one of two things, either stepping away from the YouTube game or Doubling down on the YouTube game. Oh boy! We'll decide. I'll decide the when I get to it. Double okay. Down. Well, good Can luck. Whatever say, path you end up yes. taking. Can I just say we have got a new listener in the chat tonight, <gasps> oh. uh, which is Mr. Donut Dog, right? Which is the son of Mr. Feng Chewy. Now, can I just say oh, something? God. I'm going to point something out here, Antonio, because it's kind of interesting, right? How I'll old were you man. when you started listening to the show? I was, I think, either 12 or 13. I want to say 12. 12. 12 years old. 12. And how old is how Mr. Old Donut Dog? now? 22, 23. 22, soon. 23. Well, Mr. Donut Dog is 12 years old. Dude. Damn, he's finally in my spot. 
exactly. The next there must the always next be an underage veteran gamer. Indeed. Which, to be fair, that person's not a veteran gamer in any sense of the word. Now, for those who don't know, we are not military veterans. We are veterans of the gaming lifestyle. But you can't be 12 years old and be a veteran of the gaming lifestyle. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's no, played games no, for a long time. No, absolutely not. He has. It's true. It's totally a true. long time. How long is a long time? Five years? I don't know. Let him tell us. He's in the chat. <laughs> tell us how long. And by the way, we do cuss and swear and stuff. Yeah. Although... Although, to be fair, Chini is in here, so it might have been quite as bad tonight. That is your worst sound clip by a country. No way, mile. man. Yeah, That's from Futurama. Yeah, what are you is. talking about? Always did makes you me just... cringe a little bit. Did you just <laughs> yeah, slip a swear word in there? <laughs> no. Mm, sounded like one. What? No, there's no good swear words. You come, are you making stuff yeah, up? Yeah, they it again. <laughs> Don't mock my accent. Don't mock my accent. Right. So... Anybody got a yeah. story time? He's been playing since he's four, by the way. So that's eight years, uh, nine years. Nine years he's been a gamer. <laughs> yeah, well, I think you have to oh, be playing oh. for 10 to really qualify as a veteran. So yeah, come back exactly. in a just year, a Mr. Quick, Donut. No, I'm, not, I'm just giving quick. you a hard, a good-natured ribbing. Exactly. One question, though. What was the first game you played, Tommy? Yeah, tell us about that while we yeah. tell you a story time. My favorite time. Yeah, story. It's story time. Sorry, sorry, time. So here I am, yeah. sweeping the floors this morning, and then I yeah. I sweep the whole house. Everything's nice. I go to put the rug down, and ah, my back! I don't know how I somehow hurt my back sweeping up. So my back hurts. Oh, I'm, in, I'm in a bit of back pain today. So if you I sound a little grumpy, cute. that's why. What? You know why it is? Because you're old. I guess. I mean, you know, I have been diagnosed with a spinal stenosis caused by congenitally short pedicles so thanks a lot wow. ancestors for giving me these genes that are all messed that up that sounds all very scientific and yes shit. it's very scientific and basically it means the nerves running down my leg are messed up because of my spine so i can have an operation at some point i can have injections i can use physical therapy and OTC meds, which is what I've been doing. And generally, it's been okay. I've managed the pain. But today, I don't know what happened. I just swept the floor wrong. Maybe it's a combination of old and all that shit you just talked I about. I guess. It's always, <laughs> the injuries always come at the worst times. So if you don't know me, listen, I like to weight lift, I like to do stuff like that. And I currently have an injury. And uh -oh. whenever, I, whenever I go to the gym, I have to say really how I injure myself. And it wasn't from anything lifting, breaking my record or something. It was playing VR. Oh, jeez. <laughs> See, that's the thing. I've been was. actually this summer, I don't talk about this a lot, but I'll tell you, I've been doing 60 sit-ups a day and riding my bike for about eight miles a day. So I've actually been working out this summer. Not that you can tell because the Shrek belly's not going anywhere, but uh, <laughs> the, you know, I should be in the, you know, better health than I have been in a while. And yet my back still decided to say, ah, you swept the floor wrong. <laughs> what happens when so, you're old whatever. welcome to adulthood this is what you have to look forward to mr donut dog antonio chinny this mm. is coming for you <sighs> yeah. i guess that's that's the reason we're veteran gamers because we are actually bloody old we're yeah, just old i guess and knackered. we've been we're playing games knackered. a while that's really the heart of it yeah and we're old and knackered as well yeah <laughs> anybody else so, got yeah. a story to tell uh yeah i have i oh, have. of course you have um yeah of course i have Go What's ahead. On What's on with me? Yeah, fire, shoot. Let me hear you. Uh, so, yeah, I'm I'm still saving money at home, you know, during this uh, period of unrest and yep. uncertainty. 
because uh, I had that my, so I think it's a six haircut that Millie has given me today. Yep. Six haircuts. So I've saved £20 now on the haircuts. Yep. So there you go. I don't think that's the best way to bring in a young viewer is to discuss haircuts. I don't know. She, do you know what, actually, though? I've got to say, today, I think it's the best one what she's done. Best what, one she's what, did she give you a mohawk? No. Did she shave no, your head? She, she she did not shave my head. Did she, did she carve third base into the Does back of it? Did she uh, you know? cut stripes into your head? Did she give you dreadlocks, braids? No, but she did She did do a lining party. Oh, there you go. See, got Slick. one of those. Uh, Fraser's in the chat. Hello, Fraser. What's up? Big up, Fraser. Yeah. Fraser. And Super, Super, Super Cow. Super Cow 306. I'm not sure who that oh, is. Super is that Cow. I think that's the well? one from DI. Hi, Super Cow. Are you from Damage Incorporated? Because if you are, what's up? I'm pretty what's sure that is. I think it's it is. Yeah. Yeah, Antonio, you got any stories to tell that aren't gaming related? Uh, nothing that would entertain your audience, so let's say no. Where are you going? Story time's over, isn't it? What you been playing? And we're doing the show in the proper order this week. Yeah, backwards, not backwards bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> Super Cow is from Damage Incorporated. What, what? Now, that, so, be woo-hoo. honest, Super Cow. Is this or is Morning Tea more entertaining? I got to be honest. I've been to Morning Tea like twice. And I, I mean, all due respect, they seem like really nice people. That is boring AF. Like, they, all they do is talk about the stream going by, which is just spam, 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 spam. So, I mean, I, you know, God bless them. They made a good Monty organization. But... What are you doing? What? Monty Python. Spam. No, I'm talking about what? this podcast. I don't know what it's called. It's a Twitch stream that they do at Damage Incorporated where they talk about stuff that's coming up. And, like, the whole thing is just them talking about what's in going on in the chat, and it's all this weird inside jokes in the chat, and I'm just like, whatever. Anyway, that's like not why people just came. been doing. This is me and how the super you, cow talking to each other. How, so, how do you cope in those situations? So last week, actually, I was in a situation where it was nine people. I only knew one of the one of the people, and it was constant inside jokes and stories. Oh yeah, like, how do you I, in I a just, social situation? yourself in there because the person i was there for doesn't like me anymore because she thought i wasn't talking much see that's the thing is i'm gonna sit back and just wait for a lull in the conversation and then if i can i'll jump in with something that's you know universal or making fun of something silly or or whatever it is but yeah if if it's a bunch of people who know themselves really well that's actually what happened with the duchess the first few thanksgivings that we got together i invited her to them but we all had Mm -hmm. so many inside jokes and like references and stuff she didn't feel welcome at all and i didn't even realize at first i'm like oh no and uh yeah so that took some while that took some getting used to weird so the lesson is sorry the lesson is if you are part of a group that knows each other well and there's a new person in there don't sit there and rely on your inside jokes the whole time you need to bring that other person in Mm-hmm. Well, can I just ask a question? Yeah. What the hell is Damage Incorporated? I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Well, I've about. talked about this for like a month, but I'll talk about it again. There's this organization called Damage Incorporated. They have a very active Discord, and it's basically a gaming community. But the thing that makes them different is they have the you have you have a responsibility. You have to apply. You have to attend events. You have to earn reputation. 
and it's all uh, very it's official. It's why you've been doing the Rocket League stuff. Exactly. Correct. Ah, okay. So okay. it's a good organization. The thing that's nice about it is anytime you go on their Discord, day or night, there's like dozens and dozens, maybe hundreds of people on the Discord. So you can find people to chat with. You can find people to play games with. Um, so it's a very good organization in that sense. It's just they take themselves a little too seriously. But there's cool people like Super Cow that you meet along the way. And it's like, what's up? So... That's it. That's it. Supercar's just done the whole one sentence with no spaces, and I'm like old trying to figure out what it says. Apparently, it's a great place you should join where all you need. Uh, he's just trying to get reputation by recruiting new people. You're not here to recruit, Supercal. Give it up. Yeah, give it up. Yeah. Oh, he just put oh, this God, link now. Link in the Shall we ban him? Shall we ban no, him? It's a, hey, Fraser asked for a link, so, you know, that's on him. Oh, yeah, I suppose that's yeah. Fraser's fault. All right, I'm going to spin the wheel. <laughs> Hey, it's Antonio is the first one because he's the guest of honor. That was a good wheel spin. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Go ahead, Antonio. What okay. you been playing? Should we start with something that I can bring you in, Duke? And that's Rocket League. Oh, yes, let's it's talk got, about Rocket be, League. Why not? It's got to be Rocket yeah, League. Yeah, why not? Rocket League. Fucking yeah. League again. Why not? Goddamn right. It's my, it's my comfort League. game business. If you don't know me, it is my comfort game. It is a comfort, is a comfort game that often provides no comfort. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Look, often, I'm not sorry. always. I'm often. so sorry, right? But there is no way on this God-given earth that Rocket League could be classed as a comforting, like, chill-out game. Well, no, that's not true, because I, I have a lot of fun when I play Rocket League, sometimes. Sure you do. <laughs> well, sometimes. And you're not getting raging. Well, that's the thing. Sometimes it's raging, sometimes it's fun. Yeah. yeah. It, anyway, it, go on, Antonio. Well, gaming's a tough balance. Like I recently started. Do you know what the lasso run is in Halo? I have no idea what you're talking about. So in, in Halo, there's difficulties. Legendary is the highest difficulty, and there's a thing called skulls. Skulls and modifiers to make shit harder. And I tried that with a, uh, a friend, trying to go through Halo One with all the skulls on and legendary. So basically, it's like a death run, basically. Okay. That wasn't very. That wasn't very fun at all. That wasn't relaxing. But Rocket League is to me, and the reason for that is it's comforting. I know what is going to happen. Sure. Sure. It's going to be a bit stressful. <laughs> I, don't me, to I love it. And also, I got a diamond recently, which I haven't for a while since uh, I've done quite a long break. Yeah, it's not all you two care about. Did you want Antonio to talk about games he's been playing, or did you want to just chew him out? See, just because you hey, don't play any online games, it's not, don't you have to be mad at other people who have fun and care about their ranks a little bit? For some people, they love to fly and, and go and visit a place in real life in a plane. I like to oh, just fly in the air. And yeah, exactly. By the way, X Rider ninety eight says his granny plays Rocket League. They probably beat you. Probably, okay. I doubt that. I'm sure it's true. Nah, he well, didn't actually drop- say that. I added that bit on, but I reckon exactly. Well, true. drop that Steam ID, fake granny, and we'll play. We'll play. <laughs> so Antonio, I mean, I have we have the rule here, though. You, you can only talk about a game if you haven't said a certain thing about it. You have something yeah, new to say. New. We need so something what, new what's talk something about. you can say about your experiences this past week in Rocket League? Oh, well, getting to diamond and then playing in the diamond champion area. So yes. if you don't know, listeners, oh, that's like near the top. Stuart, kill Stuart, me. Stuart, wah, shut wah, wah, up. Wah. Antonio's wah. trying to talk. Let him talk. Jesus. Sorry, I'm so sorry. This is literally like the event I was at last week. <laughs> I, try, I try and fit in with something and they go, no, 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 no. It's not go right. ahead. It's Antonio, not right. it's like, right. don't, don't let uh, him stop you, Antonio. You go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, no, go on. I'll be quiet now, I promise. Well, it's funny you is you adding this way because that is what it's like playing in the top echelon of Rocket League. Everyone's a massive contrarian. <clears throat> and it's on the crimp. And uh yeah, it's 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 not very fun, I can't lie. Everyone's really, really mean. <laughs> you gotta have quite a heart of steel to put up with uh 
everyone being a dick. And it's interesting right. because yeah. you 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 either sacrifice your teammates knowing what they're doing if you go into casual because you often get teammates who have no idea what they're doing or mm-hmm. people who care so much about their rank and so much about every game and their MMR and all that in the higher levels. It's like you can't win. Where are the cool people who care about the game, know what they're doing, are going to take it seriously, but also not too seriously? Am I right? Exactly, exactly. It's very hard to find that balance. And when you do find I was that balance, say, like, come on, who doesn't take this game seriously? Well, I, I guess but, but you could say the same for any competitive like mode in a video game. Yeah, right. Is it worse than Is Overwatch, you Antonio? Because you you got into Overwatch oh, pretty hard. Yeah, I got to the top five hundred in Europe on Overwatch, and everyone on Overwatch is it. Once you again, okay. I'd say Overwatch is worse in terms of fan base. Okay. In terms of toxicity and trying to hunt you down if you don't do very well and such right. and such. What about um, percentage yeah. of people throwing if they get mad? Ooh, I say Rocket League's worse at that. Really? So if you don't play Rocket League people, it's very weird. You, especially on PC, you find a weird variety of people. You find people trying to drop their rank constantly to play with friends. You find people that give up instantly if you don't do well, something can, perfect. Can you just play start. friendly matches? Why do you need to drop your rank? Exactly. You could. Or just make another bloody account because Rocket League's going to free-to-play soon. There so. you go. Oh, yeah. Oh. Speaking of, it's free-to-play soon. Hit us up, people. We can... <laughs> free-to-play soon? Wow. You know I've what's got funny? This on two... I've got this on PS4 and on PC. And, I'm and you never play it on either it. one. I have it on uh, four platforms. Here's the thing. <laughs> I actually made it to plat three in doubles this week. And I was like, ooh, yeah. maybe I'll get to diamond. And then like an hour later, I was back to plat three. I'm like, I was like, back to plat two. And I'm like, ah, damn it. And now I'm back to plat one. And it's the thing is like, I know that I was playing particularly well at that point, right? But I also know that I had some sour, angry teammates who... You know, here's the thing. Again, this is sort of high-level stuff, so most people don't care, but I'll say it anyway. Antonio knows, SuperCow knows, there's a balance between trusting your teammate and going for the ball when you don't have faith that your teammate's going to get it, right? Mm -hmm. So when Antonio and I play, we do a great job of trading off, and we know not to double commit most of the time. I mean, sometimes it happens, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's the thing. And, And when you play with randoms, it's so frustrating because you see them mess up and then you think, okay, the third time I shouldn't trust them to try to hit it because I, I believe that they're going to miss. So you'd end up double committing and that's the biggest mistake you can make. So let me ask you a question, right? Yeah, go so ahead. You're playing with some random noob, right? Yeah, right. Who's pulling you down, right? Because yeah. he's not doing the job or she's not doing the job they're supposed to be doing. Right. Do you, do you give them grief? Do you grief these people? Well, that's the thing. No. is you, you Go ahead, Antonio. You're the guest. Talk about it. Well, I don't personally. I don't personally. But it's, it's, always, a, it's always a rough balance because if you don't, it almost gives them power to do it. It's, it's a really weird psychological thing. It but, is. And well, do, do you, know, do you try and give them advice without sounding like sarcastic or patronizing? It's very hard to do that because through text I found in life, it's very hard to get meaning. So right. if you try and give advice in most contexts, not just video games with just text, you sort of play better. That's what you need to do. <laughs> but there's also the problem of cross-platform play. So if you're playing with people who, you know, if you're on the PC, you can type whatever you want. Most people playing on the console can't. So uh, you're limited to yeah, nice shot, what a pass, you know, things like that, which you can be a jackass about the game using those quick chats. So what a save, mm-hmm. what a save. But I have, I'll tell you this. If if I have if I have ten games with you know randoms and and they're messing up and I try to give them you know suggestions on what they need to do differently, maybe one out of those ten times the person will go and I actually have one today where I'm like let's avoid double commits and he actually said like yeah you're right my bad 
Now, right, screw you, dude. Yeah, the other what nine times, know? yeah, the other nine times, it's like, okay, coach, like, what about you're missing all your shots and it's wrong, your and all that. So it's to the point where I change. Uh, I like using nice one because it's a general term. You did good, yeah, nice one, right? But people think I'm being a douche when I say nice. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Everyone's nice got their guard up. Everyone's nice convinced one. that every, yeah. their their teammate is the biggest jackass in the planet, and they would be grand champ if not for these terrible teammates that they have. It's so. all about intonation, and that's hard in a text. It's very hard mm-hmm. in a text. Yeah, it's very I've hard. That's very much. Well, so you got your uh, reward. I was there when you got when you qualified for the diamond reward this season. Indeed, indeed. That's exciting. So you're so going to have, have some banner. weird hub caps or something again. No, it's a banner uh, it's this an, season. Yeah, a banner and like a nameplate, which is what I yeah. want, really. Yeah, that's wow. kind of cool. It's the little things in life, you know, that got to keep you going. If it's a stupid PNG on a game, then you know what? <laughs> yes. I'll take it. Thank yeah, you very much. Exactly. Woo! Yes. Stupid yeah, things. That's Rocket League. Sorry, listeners. Yeah. Anything I else about Rocket League? I got, I got nothing else. God, don't encourage him to talk more about <laughs> Rocket League. Fine, let me spin the wheel. <laughs> hey, wheel. Stu. Go ahead, Stu. Talk about it. Oh, what a week I've had. Oh, yeah, huh? Swear to God, this What's week that? has been amazing. What game? Stop playing Rocket League. <laughs> no. It says uh, Rocket League on more, the screen. I played, played more Resident Evil 3. Ooh, oh, okay. go on. Contribute. Actually, that's not the reason this week's been amazing. But do you know what? Do you know what? Mm-hmm. That's actually quite a good game. It's, yeah. It got quite a bit of stick, but I'm kind of enjoying it, to be honest. What are you enjoying most about it? The usual stuff in Resident Evil, creeping around dark places while shit jumps out on you. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is pretty gross. I mean, there's a moment where you get grabbed and this thing sticks its thing down your throat. And Ooh, then go you've on. got parasites and stuff. And yeah, it's got to take like health stuff to get rid of it. Okay. I don't know. You have. Uh, it's pretty win, good. That, that wasn't very far in. I don't know. Are you just, I mean, do you like to take your time with this, though, like scavenge? Like, totally, uh, yeah, because of, yeah, it's okay. tense, man. Because that's, that's why you're not really seeing the um, quite a few negatives, because it is a short game. It took me four hours on my first try. That's all right. I can live with four hours. Yeah, I was fine with it. I, I was fine with it. Sure, it, full price is a bit cheeky. It feels like Resident Evil 2.5 more than free to me. Yeah, but I got it. It was a good four hours, though. Yeah, I picked it up for 25 quid or 24 quid. Yeah, I got it day one. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that stupid. Hey, um, Resident Evil 2 was a flipping amazing game. It was. I mean, this look, again, looks-wise and graphics is amazing. Voice mm-hmm. acting's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the gameplay up to now has been pretty good. You know, I'm quite enjoying it. It's fairly tense. The nemesis is a pain in the arse, and he, you think you've got away, and then he grabs you and throws you around a bit and stuff. Yeah, what do you think, think of Nemesis? Because that was one of the biggest critiques. I think it's fine. I mean, okay. what's not to... You know, it is what it is. It's some big, mutated zombie dude who just wants to kick the shit out of you basically which do you prefer the encounters of nemesis or with mr x i think mr x was worse in some respects because when you were in the police station you could kind of always hear him when he was coming close mm-hmm. and i think that kind of made it more tense because you could hear him coming before you saw him whereas nemesis is like an audio and like a visual cue on screen to show he is there mm-hmm. but it's not i don't know i, I, I prefer the footsteps you know just to, just to creep you out. A lot of the critiques about um, Resident Evil 2, it's kind of weird, because this is a case of, well, are you sure this is what you want? Because Resident Evil 2, Mr. X, he does have uh, triggers, but he doesn't follow a set path, per se. He's just in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, Res- meanwhile um, and it's also, he's not like scripted to certain events. Well, Nemesis is. You see him yeah, three yeah. or four times, period, and they are extremely scripted. 
Oh yeah, but it's quite cool. I mean, when I said, you know, when the, obviously the first encounter is, is right at the beginning, which you don't really have a lot of active control over, mm-hmm. and then the second encounter is where you sort of meet him when you're going to try and get the power back on for the subway train. Mm-hmm. And that that I thought was pretty cool. And I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I'd literally just legged it. I managed to hit the electric box, which electrocuted him. Mm-hmm. And then I just legged it for the subway entrance. And I literally just got under the door and I could see his feet, you know, like through the doorway. I was mm-hmm. like, shit. And you just know he's there. Like you just legged it and hoping he doesn't catch you. Ooh, uh, but yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's really quite good. You've still got uh, a whole new playstyle to get to, I will say. Okay. I will okay. say no more than that because spoilers. But yeah, you're going to get a whole different type of experience, not just with Jill. Right, that'll be interesting. For me, it's kind of annoying because there's a really cool like final difficulty called Nightmare, which is like stupid balls to the walls hard, but you have to play through the game at least twice on the highest difficulty and then the second hardest difficulty. And I don't know, I kind of wanted that to be a reward at the end of just beating the game. Can you now do the hardest of hardest? Yeah, I don't know, maybe, so, it's, I mean, maybe it's a niggle. Maybe it's just a little niggle I have. Can't it, wait to do that, gotta say. Well, since it's, be... it's a short game and wow. you can speedrun it in an hour, I thought, that'd be fun. An but, hour? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I think the world record's... And that's, and that's not using any cheats or glitches or broken walls or any of that None stuff? At None at wow. all. I'm very curious what the uh, world record is right now. Because I love speedrunning Resident Evil games because they're just so such well-made games. I like speed. I like games that are speedrun, but I, I prefer the ones where they're actually playing the game as it's intended to be played as quickly as possible, rather than glitching mm. walls and glitching levels to get through quicker. Uh, the fastest legit run is forty-seven minutes. Wow, that's ridiculous. Um, it is a very short game if you know where to go. Yeah. Did you see the guy doing the Half-Life Alex speedrun? I have not. I, yeah, he he literally crawls on the floor to get underneath the levels. I must say, sorry, Eric, I have played that recently, so that is going to be one. That's okay. I don't get mad when people talk about games that I'm not excited about. That's okay with me. <laughs> Look, I'm an it's adult. Fine not to get mad when we're talking about games that are good. Gonna <laughs> get a rise out of us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm just gonna let but that yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. So this dude, there's a video of him doing it. And he basically crawls around on the floor to get underneath the levels so he can move, obviously, through the game a lot quicker than you would do legitimately. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm looking... I'm going to get back into this, but I've got to say, I'll be talking about this in a little bit, but there's a game that's kind of taken over my life. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about the so we'll speed get, run I did on yeah. Rocket League, the fastest game I ever lost? It was a minute and 30 seconds. Like, as soon as we got really... to 3.30, we forfeited. Wow. <laughs> that's the best speed run joke ever. There you go. See, the joke right. is you can't forfeit before 3.30. All right, anything else about Resident yeah, Evil 3? Right, it's hilarious, you see. <laughs> it's hilarious. Right. Nothing else right, about come on, Resident Evil 3? No, I asked if you had anything I'm else done. to say, and I didn't hear a response. So, okay, here's the thing. I'm going to try to talk while I also do things with stuff. So, um, yeah, what? because oh, I I've been playing Fallout 4. And mm-hmm. ah. I learned something about Fallout 4 that I never knew before. Is it? Can I Can I guess? Yeah, go ahead. You and Antonio guess. Is it okay. that it's better than Fallout 76? Uh, no, I knew that. Yeah. Is it that it can actually run at a stable frame rate? Uh, yeah. I've had a couple of CTDs, so no, it's not that. Okay. Is it yeah. 
is it that there isn't a hundred glitches like you thought at the first? Oh well, no, time there's a hundred million glitches. <laughs> <laughs> That's not it. Okay, what is it then? Uh, no, the video's almost up. Hang on a second. Keep guessing. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep guessing. Yeah. Is it that? Is it Bethesda... that you can get mods for free without paying yeah. for them? Is it that? Get mods for free? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've had mods. No, uh, but no, they, they were going to charge everybody for mods. Oh, oh, oh that, that, that. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. When you type in your name at the start of the game, right? This is every Bethesda yes. game. You title your character, right? Yep. You go in and you get out of the vault and you go back to uh, Sanctuary, right? Where you had lived before the bombs dropped. Yeah. Codsworth is waiting for you. And he comes up. Yes. And he said to me, Master Kelvin, so good to see you again. And I was like, oh, he said my name. What the what? What, the name you typed in? Yes. Come to find I out, see. there's a list of like 500 names Bethesda programmed into Fallout 4 for Codsworth ah. to say. They must have had That's the true. person who does Codsworth say every name. I was like, damn. And it's not just the standard names like Rob and Mike, standard white people names, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> it's also got like... I mean, and I think it, it, the reason I used Kelvin is because it's a character in Stanislaw Lem, the science fiction writer from Poland. He has characters. Funny he has that a character we use, both use book names, yeah, like characters as exactly because we're nerds. That is true. So I just thought that was really cool that uh, you know they programmed him in to say all these names. Now he didn't. They don't have because you know the article I found had all these like it does have this, but it doesn't have this. It does have that. It doesn't have this. So uh, I can't remember who it does and doesn't have, but. Um, so it does, does it have, have Randall then? Because I always have Randall flag. I don't think so. Um, Fallout. Uh, no, I'm not going to be able to find it, so I'm not going to waste people's it time. Did have my name. It, I think you did say Master Phillips. I remember right there. There you go. Anyway, uh, the main thing I want to talk about is this uh, mod. Speaking of mods, that I got because this is new. Uh, it's a companion mod called Heather, and. This is something that I can only, you know, they don't have this on every platform. So far as I know, they might have it for the console. But one of the nicest things about the PC is having all these different mods. So I got one that helps you fix up the castle for real, because normally you have to make it look crappy if you fix the castle. Whatever, nobody cares. Um, there's one where you drop your weapon from, you know, you don't have it pointing out in front of you all the time, which is nice. Uh, there's one that allows you to wear a full suit of, like, you know, you find, like, a tuxedo in the wasteland. Normally, when you put armor on, it takes the tuxedo off. This mod allows you to have the tuxedo and then put armor on over it. So, you know, these mods... Why? Why is that a thing? Because you want to look nice and also be protected. Well, you've got freaking armor on. You can't even I'm, see the tuxedo. I am sure you can. I'm going to tonight with some friends, and I'll be doing the exact same thing. See, when I... Well, when I armor over your tuxedo. Yeah. Mate, you've got to be safe. The ghetto of where I live, you <laughs> never know what people are carrying. It could be a you still got to look good. You've got to look good and well, be safe. You know people, that's how people don't know how to mess with you, because you're important, because you, you have a tuxedo. You've got to look stylish when you're ordering water, because you don't drink. <laughs> Brilliant. So anyway, uh, wow. the other mod wow. that I have is this companion <laughs> wow. named Heather. This is why you invite me on. And Heather is fully voice acted, which is cool. Um, okay. But it's not perfect. So basically the biggest problem with Heather is that she um, is very 
happy sounding, which most people living in a wasteland of post-apocalyptic nuclear radiation would not be, right? So, for instance, you don't know that when you, you're right. I don't. When you uh, are walking, <laughs> well, along, always happy. Whoever and bloody name was, yeah, yeah. Right? You might be happy. happy. So you're walking you along, the most of it. These super mutants start attacking you. She'll go heads up, Inca- in- <laughs> like incoming. It. Yeah, they're over there. It, right, it I just like doesn't that. feel right. But then, that's what you need in it. But game. she also says, "Like you're gonna die, fucker," and it's like, okay, the, <laughs> the script is good. It's I just love the, Ever already. Yeah, it's the voice yeah, acting. That is the kind of friend off. I want in my life. I can't <laughs> yeah, lie. Yeah, sounds brilliant. Everyone right. needs that ever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But here's Cheery the thing. about being getting attacked by a super mutant and keeping reminding you that you're probably gonna die. <laughs> but she actually Sometimes you need that reminder. Yeah. Yeah. It they did a Yin good job yang. programming this because when you find uh the the railroad, for instance, right? Which trying to help the synths. Her thing is she hates synths. She hates the institute, she hates synths. So when you go to help the railroad, she's like I was worried about these people that they were going to bring synths all over the uh, Commonwealth. But have you looked at these people? They don't know what they're doing. And it's like, oh shit, she's talking smack about the railroad. Uh, it's you know she's got lines of dialogue. When you meet Preston Garvey, she's like, that Preston seems to know what he's doing. And it's just I don't know. I thought I did a good job of incorporating a lot of dialogue for all these different situations. I think it's good. You know, when somebody does something like that, that you can just stick into your game and have obviously put a lot of thought, time, and effort into making it as good as it possibly can be. It does. It does. uh, I am impressed. I'm impressed by stuff. Yeah, it's impressive. I don't think there's much video of her actually, so I'm not going to bother trying to find that. I'm just putting general Fallout gameplay on the stream. But um, she actually seems better at breach and clear than the vanilla companions because. A lot of times you're in a firefight and your vanilla companion will walk right in front of you or they'll be way in the back. And you're like, where are you? This lady is like right at my side. I turn around. She's right there, but she's not getting in my way. And I'm like, she's programmed pretty well. Good job, people who made this. And I'm pretty sure there's a mission in this game that's not in the original because I've played this through like four times and I don't remember ever seeing a UFO crash into the ground. So... Hmm. We're out exploring, and there's this explosion somewhere off to the side. And I was like, what is that? And then the thing comes up, go with Heather to the crash site. And I was like, ooh, let's go find out about the crash site. And it's this UFO stuck in the ground. And I'm like, damn, they put a whole UFO in the ground here. Now, there has to be a UFO somewhere else in the game, because I can't imagine they developed, you know... The, the, well, there was in Fall, the was it Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 3. No, it was, was it was 3 that had um, Yeah, Alpha it was Centauri 3. I did, I did yeah. that deal. Oh, that was great, yeah. But anyway, yeah. the point is, you go, you find this UFO, and then there's like green blood tracks leading off into a cave, and it's like, okay. And then it says, follow the blood tracks. I'm like, I got it. You don't have to tell me everything I need to do here, game. Yeah, follow the green blood. It might lead you to aliens. <laughs> right. So you get into the cave, and there's an alien, and you go up to him, and he starts shooting at you, and you kill him, and that's the end of that little mini mission. Is that it? There's That's just, it. There's not like, That's crap. That is. I know. I was like, what the hell? But on the other hand, it's. I didn't expect it at all. Like, I thought I was just going to have this lady with me and we'd fight together. And then, you know, and it's the thing of like, you get affinity points. So she wants to see the wasteland because she's been gr- growing herbs and stuff. For, she's, she greets you as like an alternative healer type person who's like, you know, I can help you feel better. And you're like, oh, so you sell, you know, stim packs. She's like, no, not that chemical stuff. This is all organic. And she's got, you know, like teas made with muted teas. Yeah. 
So it's kind of weird, but it's in, so anyway. The point is, she wants to see the Commonwealth. So you get affinity points every location you go with her, and she's got this list of places she wants to see. Diamond so is this, City. Is this still the Heather character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is all in the same. Yeah, so she goes. So she goes. Sod that like chemical shit that you've been taking. Yeah. What you need. Yeah. Like in a post-apocalyptic world, <laughs> right. is a cup of tea. Exactly. Have a cup of tea. Do you know, I'm liking it. Does she give you a biscuit? It's detox tea, so it gets rid of your rads. Wow. Yeah. I'm and the weird, I'm like, but here's I'm liking the weird, Heather more and more all the time. Yeah. The weird thing, though, is you travel with her and you can barter with her, which makes no sense. Because the two of you are picking up all the crap along the way and then she'll buy it from you. And you're like, what? You're, you're my convenience. Does she sell you stuff, too? Yeah, she can sell you stuff. And like, it, goes, then yeah, you can, stuff you just picked up. Right. But here's the thing. She likes to use the chemistry stations when you come upon them. So if you do, if you wait for her to use them, then she her stock expands because she's making different products for you to buy. It's pretty impressive. I'm, I must admit, for something, yeah. and I'm, I'm assuming this is free. Totally you know, free. This is free. Yeah. Totally free mod. And, yeah. and you've obviously got a lot of enjoyment F-R-E-E out of it. It's free. Far. No charge. That's right. Yes. Can, I mean, can you give donations to the person who made this? Yeah, probably. I could. <laughs> I should. I mean, yeah. It's no. You're right. It is. It's a very good example of someone putting a lot of work in, getting a lot of love from the community. I hope they got some, you know, a few bucks here and there. Money off of the well, but not well. Yet. And as we all know, what p- people who do this work usually are looking for is like to get the attention of Bethesda and maybe get a job at some point, something like that. It is cool. I must admit, it's I very do love cool. Stuff yeah. like that. So it's a it's a big thumbs up on Heather. If you've played Fallout 4 on the PC, you're looking for a companion mod, check out Heather. It's not perfect. You know, every time we start a firefight, she's like, incoming! And I'm like, ugh. But nevertheless, it's fun. It's good. Big thumbs I mean, up. I think quite endearing, to be yes. honest. Well, fair enough. <laughs> All right, spin the wheel. <laughs> Antonio, you're up. Ooh, okay. Oh, let's, let's please do it now, since I've pleased you, Eric. Come on. I'm going to tickle you a bit more here, Stuart. I play Half-Life Alex with the yep. Valve Index. Wow. So the full-on like experience full with the shebang. Con- fingers, fingers and all. Finger controllers or whatever the hell they're called. Fingers, fingers, fingers and all. Fingers and all. Hopefully I'll be saying that later tonight. hey yo! Now, video games. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, come on. I get why people come love on. this game. Come on, Mom. I, I get why people love this game. I can't lie. It is fucking incredible. It is the come on. You've got to say the best VR game. Period. It's not Astrobot Rescue Mission, but it's very close. Get out of flipping town! <laughs> Sorry, what's Astrobot <laughs> Rescue no Mission? No way, right? And I've heard that game is very, very good, but there is no is. way. No, no, this, this game is better. This game is better. Oh, it's Astrobot. Uh, for everyone out there, if you have a PSVR, Astrobot Rescue Mission is amazing. It's a uh, like platformer that uses VR in a very creative way. Uh, but so does this game. Uh, I must say, it's the most fluid VR game I think I've ever played. It's, it's phenomenal. I, I do. I don't know which movement you you chose, but I did the sort of where you slide fast, so you don't um, actually blink. I found that was yeah, the yeah, best. Yeah. So basically, just like walking fast almost. But I yeah, used no, you slide teleport, but you don't blink in and out. You just sort of. Oh, move. I walked. I was just walking. Yeah, I like sort of did that, but it, it takes ages. It's great when you're in a firefight; you can move really quickly, which is always useful. Well, as I was going to say, I was I use this in tandem with the teleporting. Yeah. So, for example, if I'm going super far, 
like let's say down the end of a train carriage, I'll be I'll just zip right over. But if I'm you know just want to get from A to B, I'll just walk and I use those in tandem, and it just it's so smooth, man. It's so smooth. Uh, everything about this game is polished to within an inch of it. Did you did you do the thing in the lift? Did you automatically put your hands up without thinking? Uh, no, I actually mugged them off. I did. Yeah, the you motion. can't. Well, you can't mug them off. But it is quite. I tried to press the button the second time around, but nothing happened. Oh, did you? Uh, again, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. The I'm like, off, I'm right. like, I either held one hand up with the other hand. I'm like pressing the button <laughs> just to see what would happen. <laughs> That's pretty great. I tried to bring a shovel in, but it wouldn't let me. But apparently, you could. You just have to angle it right. Oh, it's just amazing. I, I, I knew it was coming. I wanted to be phenomenal. ready and armed. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I played. You can't describe it. I mean, and again, I know I'd, I'd just go on constantly about this game, but. Graphically, it just looks incredible. It's mainly it, down to the art design because although my friend has an index, it's not the biggest beefy big uh, beefcake in the world. Like it's a 1080 or something, so it was running everything yeah, on like, yeah. medium. But I was like, it's just mainly down to the art design. I'd say that makes it look nice more than actually. It is partly that, but graphics. just everything just looks and the physics are incredible. Just everything about this game is just Valve, isn't it? Down to a T. Mm-hmm. And, he's, and that, that initial moment when you, you the strider comes past you, you're just like, I'm in Half-Life. Yeah, yeah. I was telling my friend, because my friend, this was his first experience of Half-Life, and I was saying, oh, mate, I played, you know, Orange Box, and that's how I caught up on most of Half-Life, was playing the Orange Box in, like, 2010. And, uh, yeah, it was surreal. It was really enjoyable. It is. I look forward to playing it again at his house whenever I see him next. I have to travel quite far, but I'll do it. And it's cause... a 15-hour game, so this is like really proper... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hmm. It's full. It's about, it took me about 15 and a half hours to play. It's full-on, massive, huge campaign. Feels so like Half-Life. You know, every so many different areas, so many different things to do in the game. It's just the attention to detail. I can't even begin to tell you. Yeah. You know, if anyone listening out there ever gets into VR, gets to say, you know, and you don't have to have a Valve Index. You can have pretty much anything, including a Quest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you what, the Quest with Virtual Desktop worked brilliant. We know wires know nothing. Mm. Uh, just streaming it from my PC to my to my headset, it was fine. Do you have any questions about playing it with the Index? Yeah, go on. Tell how does the fingers thing work? Then how did that work? Is it knuckles controllers they're called? Um. Yeah, so your hands kind of slide on and get like almost stuck in place, and it really is finger control. So instead of grasping uh, with a gun, like with a button, you can literally just hold it normally. And it was very, that was the most surreal thing picking up a grenade, you know, just with my fingers, if you know what I mean, instead of fucking just pressing a button. It's, I would say, you don't need it, like at all. I'd say personally, you don't need it at all. Uh, Tommy's asking, does it work with Gear VR? No, that's one of the few headsets <laughs> this definitely doesn't work with. You have, just to let you know, Tommy, you need a fairly hefty PC to run this game. <laughs> fairly hefty big boy. Yeah, get your dad to get his hand in his pocket and get a new PC or build a, a new one. There you go. Just say it's just going to be perfectly fine, mate. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, can um, I ask you, I'll ask you another question now because one of the things that impressed me the most was just the throwing physics. Wherever you threw something, it went exactly where you expected it to go. And I've, up until this game, I've never played a VR game where I felt the like throwing something actually reminded me of throwing something in real life. You know, like if you toss a grenade in this game, the arc of it is exactly what I'd expect it to do in real life, which just blew my mind. I haven't played Boneworks, and apparently that is probably yeah, the that's best amazing example of physics well, in VR. But I, it took me, I'm terrible at throwing in VR. But I got underarm, that's it. Underarm is the key. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, but he still yeah, goes exactly where you're expecting it. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And um, it just... It was like my friend didn't get 
doesn't get Half Life, so he was kind of confused oh. why when um what okay this then we hate nice, your but, friend. Yeah, I played, ten, I played I played episode two ten years ago. So give me a break. It's what are those things? Younger. What are those things that grab you and pull you up to the roof to beat? Oh, they they're like uh, the barnacles, aren't they? Thank cool, you. I think. Sorry, I haven't played, played Half Life Two episode in a long time. He got confused why I was. I saw one, and then grabbed a box. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, threw the box in. Threw it. He ate it, and I just walked past him. And, ah, or thingy exploding barrels. They always work well. Exactly, exactly. And it was. I do like in certain games where you're given like a small area and you're given multiple options. And I felt Half Life Alex had that a couple of times in my two and a half hour run. Where, um, yeah. well, that's a good example. There was a entire corridor full of those things. You could blast them away with your limited ammo, or do what I did grab a barrel and just kind of inch your way through slowly. Yeah, there's, a, the there's a level. This minor spoiler, I guess, and there's not a lot going to be a lot of people who play this, I suppose. But there's a level about probably about halfway through the game where the whole of this area is covered in barnacles on the ceiling. But okay. then there's also wrapped up amongst all of the barnacles are exploding barrels. So you've got to kind of get through the area without actually setting anything off because the moment you set one thing off, there's this huge chain reaction and you just die instantly. Mm. So it's it's so, it's almost like a puzzle. <laughs> it's like a whole room that's a puzzle. It's it's just honestly, I cannot tell you how much variation in gameplay there is as you play through this game. It's just phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Absolutely blows my mind. Yeah, but I very I was very very happy with my time. Very happy with my time. I know. So good. So, so mm-hmm. good. I'm playing it again recently, actually. I'm, I've started again. Because it's weird, right? I've I've not played VR too much lately, and that's because I've had other games to play and other things to do. Um, Quit know, making excuses, Stuart. Make time. Well, you know, I'm I played The Last kidding. of Us I'm 2, and kidding. that's I'm just flipping kidding. 30 oh, hours. Oh, I thought you meant like being a good father and, hu- and husband, but no, just playing video no, games. No, bollocks, actually. Screw that. I've just had other games to play. Okay, okay, um, okay, okay. okay. But I don't know, part of me was just like, I need. I had a hankering to just play it again, just to see if it is as good as a, you know, I know I've only played it very recently, but I think maybe, like, did I have, like, just just was, like, conned into thinking it's the best thing ever, or did it, did, is it genuinely just the best thing ever? And I played it again, I'm like, yep, it's definitely the best thing ever. <laughs> so, got, it um, is weird. We've got Deal Saint in the, in the chat asking me, this is quite a a relevant question actually uh he said i recently got a switch from smash shop are you still switching uh this is quite embarrassing but yes i bought a year subscription of nintendo online right for a free-to-play game called ninjala it's like splatoon x naruto i was like oh go on then and all i've done is just play tetris that's all so, you uh, need to do that's all yeah you but do. i could have just bought tetris 99 on its own yeah so. you could you could <laughs> but yeah and phenomenal my mistakes, game. people my mistakes yes i have like alex uh, hopefully I get to play it again in the near future. But even I well, hope you do. I, I really hope. It, and that's it. all I needed, really. I got to experience it. That's good. Yeah. And yeah, this is one of those VR killer apps, I would say. <clears throat> Next time. Oh, definitely. Well, it's like, it's like I said, I think, I can't remember the exact figure, but it was about $60 million it cost to make. Oh, wow. So this this cost a phenomenal. And it, uh, uh, most of the Firewatch team uh, were making this game. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the guys who made Firewatch helped make this. Mm-hmm. And... Valve made it knowing that they would never recoup the amount of money that it cost to make. So they knew that they would not they would not make a profit on this game, you know, and in likelihood it would make a huge loss for them. But they also knew on the back of that they would sell a lot of hardware. So they knew that would come out of this. And it would also showcase what VR can be. Mm. It's the long game. 
since it's Steam, all they need, all they want is just to get you to get the VR headset and then buy more games on Steam, so more money in their pocket. Yeah, it all it all makes money eventually. It's a long, but game, this, it's a long game. Yeah, game on its own, not so much. But flip me, it's it's just amazing, just totally yeah. amazing. Right, uh, is that it? There's no wheel. Anything else? All right. Okay, here we go. Let's get it's into this. Abrupt, I must say, it's quite violent. Yeah. It stops like just like that. <laughs> yes, yes, right. I don't mess I around with Chinny's slow wheel. I got a fast wheel. We got to keep this moving. Like so, like talking it. talking of Half-Life, Alex, this is quite a good segue. Yes. Um, I built a new PC this year primarily to play Half-Life, Alex. That yes. was the reason. Right. That was mm. the total reason that I built this PC. And... I knew other stuff was coming out, but didn't didn't really think too much about anything else. It was just all about Half Life, Alex. That's what I want to build it for. You know, I want to get into this game a bit of Google, like Google Earth. You remember VR when books. Ned Flanders is talking a lot and Homer makes that arm motion to indicate keep going? <laughs> That's what I'm I doing. Know, right yeah. Now. So yeah, it's so that was what I was doing. I was like, right, I'm gonna, you know, this is what I'm building it for. And then, just about, oh, shut up. <laughs> just about over a week ago another game came out which i've kind of been on my radar yeah? yes. see what i did there it's been on my radar mm, it's doing really funny i know yeah just made a joke about the game i'm playing uh but yeah it's been on my radar for quite a while now and i've seen stuff that, and up to it coming out i was thinking god this this does look good this is this is looking good and boy oh boy oh boy is that the understatement of the year are you talking about flight simulator this, yeah oh my god flight simulator 2020 this is, without a doubt, going to be vying for my game of the year along with Half-Life Alex, and I have no clue which is going to win. Dude. Because I know, because both of these games, I mean, they're so different to each other for a start-off. But in their own ways, they have like a showcase for the genre of gaming. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously VR... Half-Life Alex is a, a showcase for that. Simulation games, this this takes everything to 11. You know, this is a whole other level of game. Details-wise, it's just phenomenal. And it's like it's like an RPG where the whole world is where you can go. It's just crazy. I just honestly. Oh, what are you doing, man? I've put a video up of me flying. Why you got that on? Because I forgot about the thing that you had. I've put, look, I've got, look, put that up. Get that shit off. If I feel uh, like yeah, it, maybe I will. Fast forward it to about 45 minutes. If but I feel anyway, like it, maybe I will. Maybe you will. Uh, but yeah, this, honestly, this game is just, I don't even know where to start. I mean, first of all, when I got my graphics card, I got a... Uh, Game Pass for PC for free for three months or four months or something. Ooh. So I'm not even paying for it at the moment. It doesn't I don't start getting charged till like November. Okay. Um. So yeah. So I've got. So basically, this has cost me nothing. Not a sausage. Sweet. Um. Whereas it, and even if I was paying for it, you know what? For three ninety nine a month, again, absolutely phenomenal. I've got an echo. I don't know whether that's due to something on I your can end. Yeah, can, you can you hear that? Indeed, I can, yeah. Yeah, there's an echo going on from somewhere. I'm as not long as the recording's echo, fine, though, then we're all good. Well, let's hope so. Yeah, I'm not hearing it. It might be because of Twitch. They, yeah, I, maybe. I have been doing um, 
YouTube clips, but whatever. Okay. Okay. So, so let's start. So this week, I've I've been all over the place. Yes. I even so, have face cam as well. That's great. Thank yeah, God. that I didn't work out well. Face to be honest. On plan. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm what I'm doing? I'm doing a bit of a series. I'm I'm streaming. I've got a load of new subscribers on my Twitch channel from doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm doing the top ten most dangerous airports in the world. Ooh. Okay. So that's what I'm doing a bit of a series on. So one of them was Lukla or something like that it's called, and it's the airport used for base camp at Everest. Okay. And I'll be honest with you, that <laughs> I was so high up. I got to the place. And I'm like, no, I, the, the biggest issue is when I'm sort of coming into land at these places, I've no real clue which direction the airstrip's in or anything. So I'm sort of, you know, flying along, and then I've just got to hope that I can work out which direction I'm going to land in. Um, with Lukla, I came in probably about 4,000 feet too high. And by the time I'd realized how high I was, I was just like, I ain't making this landing. So unfortunately, I sort of came down really fast. Then the plane stalled. I actually nearly landed on the runway and then I just crashed. So, yeah. For you, you... here's the question. Is it the destination or the journey for you when playing this game? I think it's a bit of both. It's a bit weird, right, because... Taking off and landing are the kind of key things you do. Perfectly level and... flying is the ultimate challenge of the model airplane enthusiast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, taking off and landing are the kind of the the interactive stuff. You do have to be, you know, watch what you're up to while you're flying and, you know, check your height. You've got to work. You know, I tend to start sort of descending about sort of 10 to 15 miles out from the airport to get down to a, a level that I can land. What I, ha- what I have been impressed with, right, because I've obviously never played these games before, I've not crashed that much. You know, landing it, I'm actually doing all right. I'm sort of doing okay. So it is it's kind of cool. I'm playing music in the background, so I've got some music going on, you know, while I'm flying along, and, you know, I've got people tuning in. Um, so, yeah, last night I flew to Gibraltar. Uh, that's obviously on the top 10 most dangerous airports because there's like water at either end of it. And I assume when you went there, you played rock music. <laughs> I did. Totally played rock music. Get it? Rock of Gibraltar. And Yeah, I do. I get it. And then today, this is the one you're looking at now. This was St. Martin's in the Caribbean. And this is a very famous airport because literally the beach is at the end of it. So the planes come in from the sea. There's people sunbathing, and the plane's probably about 50 feet above their heads as it's landing. So that's why this class is a bit dangerous. Dude, it's crazy. Someone crashes on the beach. (sighs) Uh, But yeah, and like I made it. I was like, oh my God, I've I've made it. Um, I mean, let's talk a little bit about the mods. There's already free mods available for the game. So I've, I've joined a Reddit, a Reddit group who are created, and <laughs> this is a funny thing because this uses Bing Maps to to do all its uh, stuff. Yes. So that's what this gets all its stuff from. Uh, what people are modding from is Google Maps. Oh, okay. So, so when stuff isn't right in this game, they're taking stuff out of Google Maps, and then I have no doing some wizardry with computers and stuff and putting it into this game. Interesting. Um, so they fixed. Yeah, so they fixed the uh, Sydney Harbour Bridge because that was just flat. So they've so somebody's made a Sydney Harbour Bridge. Someone's made Blackpool Tower, which I said was missing last week with the comedy yes. carpet. 
So some of these made that. Uh, some of these fixed Stonehenge. So there's a Stonehenge you can put in the game where now. Where the demons dwell, where the banshees yeah. live, and they do live well. I have no idea what that's a reference to, but yeah, I guess it's, it's something. very obscure. Yeah. So, and then they... Uh, someone's made the whole of Glasgow City properly with all the buildings and everything. Nice. Someone's made London. Yeah. So there's people... And it's, it comes back to, like, the Heather mod you were talking about earlier. There's yeah. people already putting tons of time and effort into improving right. the game for free. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's just it's just totally amazing, but... I just, honestly, just the scenery, just flying over stuff. I just love it. Absolutely cannot get enough of it. And, you know, this passes the the test of what makes a great game for me. And that's a game I'm thinking about when I'm not playing it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? I'm thinking, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. What, where am I going to go next? And it is amazing. I mean, last night, and you've seen some of the pictures, I went up to Norway and the drone camera is amazing. You can change all the exposure and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, you can take pictures in the Milky Way and it looks incredible. It just looks totally amazing. Um, you can set the yeah. time. And what I did was set the time to 1991 when there was a full total eclipse. Or 1999, sorry, it was in the in the UK. And that's in the game. You just change the date and the, and the year and you can have the total eclipse. It's just the level of detail... Is just crazy. I, honestly, if you've got Game Pass for PC, and you don't have to have a supercomputer to run this, but obviously to make it, you know, at its nicest, you do. But you don't have to have a supercomputer to run it. You can just have a, you know, a fairly modest. Your 1060 would run this Duke without much of a problem. Yeah, you know, on on sort of my on my seconds. big thing is just the amount of um, space. I don't have hard drive yeah, space. Yeah, it takes right a now. lot of memory. It takes about 100 gigs. It's a hundred gig download. Screw but, that! Okay. I ain't got room for that. <laughs> but I should check it out. I've heard a lot of good things about it. So, if you like simulation games, there is no which I do. You, you know, enough. I like those well enough. You know, and it just—it's just everything about it. It's just, and it can only improve. But it's What's the uh, install size. That's the one thing deterring me right now is the install size. Yeah, well, the hundred gigs. One hundred and fifty. No, no, it took, it, mine's about, it's, I've had a look, and the, the memory it takes, it's about 94, 95 gigabytes. Oh, so it, oh, it's 152 required, my apologies. Yeah, 150 my required, it, it takes about 100, it takes about my 94, apologies. 95 gigs it does on your hard drive space. That does but, lessen the blow a little bit, that does lessen the blow a little bit. It's still, it's still a lot of memory, though. It's still yeah, a lot of memory. I, I do 100, though, not 150, I don't know why, but that's not as bad, you know. Glad you're enjoying it, though. Glad you're enjoying. I love it. it. I absolutely love it. I'm just no, like, no. I'm sorry, but would you play a VR mod of it? Oh, I can't wait. No, there's a VR. They're, they're bringing VR to it. Oh goddamn! Never mind then. Bite my tongue. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but that. But they, they're doing this weird exclusivity deal with HP Reverb. Oh, so that's, really? That's what. It, yeah, that's what it's going to be on first. But it is going to come to others. I think it's early next year. So we've got to wait Rock about on. six months, I think, for it to come to the Quest and stuff. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. All the bugs and all the issues will be ironed out so you get one nice smooth experience. I'm just going to be on that like you wouldn't believe. You know, sitting, just like even the thought of being able to just sit in the cockpit of the plane and fly it, it's mm. just going to be just ridiculous. But yeah, totally love it. Can't get enough of it. And I'm going to be playing more. So if you want to 
tune in. I'm, I'll be going live quite often, sort of doing the well. I'm doing the top ten most dangerous routes at the moment, but I've done the sort of Las Vegas to the Grand Canyon. I did that the other day. I try and keep the, the sort of flights to about an hour or just over. So I've always that as much as you can stomach. No, no, I just think like for a stream and sort of just the time it takes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm already up to nearly 20 hours of play time on this game in a week. This just goes to show you how much I've played it. But yeah, it, it, honestly, if I, I do longer flights, but it's just the thought of all that time being used doing it. But wow. It's just ridiculous. So there you go. I'm, I'm going to stop talking now because I know I could go on all night. We're glad it. you're having fun with it, no doubt. I love it. Yeah. I absolutely. And do you know what? It's the best antidote to what's going on in the world at the moment. Just fly over it instead of dealing with what's on it. Exactly. Just, well, you can travel wherever you want without actually having to leave your house. Yeah. All right. Spinning the wheel. Hey, it's me. I got nothing else. Uh, spin the wheel again. Antonio, what do you got? Well, since, you know, yeah, we need to escape the world we're living in, and what better way to do that than falling over? Continuously. Falling over? In a very colourful world. Fall, Some guys! Fall uh, I see what you did there. Um, About half my games have had hackers. Which wow. kind of blows. I just find that absolutely ridiculous. And the problem is, it's not one of those games where if you're super good, you can beat a hacker, because the hacking is normally floating. Yeah. So Or speeding themselves up. And you right. just can't against that not even if everyone went against him and tried to catch him it's no, crazy it doesn't work but when the game has no hackers and no people being stinky heads yes this game's just chaotic childish fun i love it cool but let's be honest right this is the thing i can never get my head around is mm-hmm. when you've got all these people hacking right and floating and sliding and do whatever the hell they're doing they're not winning the game are they they're just cheating themselves they are but what you gonna do? Tell them that. Tell them that. Oh, yeah, really. there's no People reporting in the game yet. <laughs> so, of the all the different game modes, like, is there one that's your favorite, Antonio? Um, mine are the ones that aren't really luck based. Mine are the okay. ones that I love. The ones I love are more platforming based. Yeah. So there's one for me which is my favorite, which is I don't remember the names. Sorry, people. But that's there's fine. one where you start at the bottom of a little obstacle course and you have to get to the top. And as uh, as time goes on, slime is slowly creeping up towards you. So you have to go through multiple layers of obstacles, and it's not a matter of no one could get eliminated that round if you want if they if they were good enough. Interesting, but it's people fall, and it's literally get to the top because a lot of the time uh, there's a cap on how many can pass through. Since it's normally four or five rounds, I think it's five actually, um, and you start with sixteen, it's going down to about ten to twelve depending on how good people are. Right, and um, it's I will say they do need more modes, but it's season one of hopefully more. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking forward to seeing where this game grows. It'll be, I think it'll be like Rocket League because this feels like Rocket League almost to me. Interesting. In terms of its success ratio and how well it's doing. Huh. It's the second PS Plus game to launch on PS Plus. That's done amazingly. And um, I look forward to following this like Rocket League, hopefully for a long time because the base concept is there and childishly fun. Yeah. And I get it. I mean, I watch it and it's just total wipeout, isn't it? Indeed. It is with uh, well, it a is. lovely colourful aesthetic. Yeah, I can definitely understand why people are loving this game, I suppose. I wish I hadn't tuned into the stream where they're not playing the game. The heck? I was about to say, for the listeners, the stream is basically them having issues yeah. constantly. Right. Which, unfortunately, is a thing. And this, I remember, going back to 2015, Rocket League launched with many issues because they Did expected it? only a certain amount of players to play. Oh, well, yeah, and sure. 
it was such an overwhelming success. And exact same with this game. So I do not condemn this game at all for attackers. No, I'm, I think good. it's the balance of server cost versus who's going to play it. Isn't well, it? and it's probably the expectation they had. We're going to make a fun, silly little game. And it's like everybody who came to play it. And it's like, whoa, we got to get yeah. better servers. Well, but they knew. I mean, running up to this, he was getting a lot of stuff on Twitch. People were talking about it. They knew it was going to be big. Yeah, but you also can't just snap your fingers and have all the server issues well, yeah. fixed. So. I watched the No Clip Rocket League documentary, and it really is a harsh balance of what, how many players do we account for? Yeah. Because it's expensive. Oh, yeah, it costs a lot of money. money. Yeah. And if you misinvest just one server, mm. that could be a massive detriment to your bottom line. Yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. I oh, no, I totally understand why they do what they do and they have a baseline of how many they're going to put on to begin with. And then, you know, they see what the see what how many people are playing it and then they just keep adding, don't they, as they need to, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, for me, Donut Dog is going to bed. Good night, Donut Dog. Yeah, oh, good night. Wait, I think we'll be um, It's the cartoony aspect and especially the Splatoon esque music. So, mm-hmm. very cartoony, almost Japanese anime style and how out there and silly it is um i do enjoy all the memes and the fandom around it because it's there's one thing i do find quite funny and that's um if someone gets the top of a quality so basically if you get to the the end of the line quite early you can wait if you want to because you know you're qualified you're safe yeah so some people like to wait and try and grab people and try and push and pull them off the edge and stuff (laughs) nice um which is is quite funny it's it's one of those games that's like so cute they can make you angry you know yeah because, you know, it's got such a cute little art style to it, but it can bring out the worst in some people. <laughs> oh, sure. But yeah, I well, highly recommend All these it. games do that, it. I guess, to, to a lesser or greater extent only. Mm-hmm. It needs so many improvements, but the thing is, it's a victim of its own success right now. Don't give up on it. And it you trust you trust the developers to make those improvements, it sounds like? Most definitely. And since uh, Devolver Digital was their publisher, and yeah. they are quite reputable, I think, yeah, in providing good quality assurance, I think right. it will give it time and it'll be fine. And also the awesome. final, like, there's my favorite mode next to the um, slime climb, I think it's called, is, I'm sure you've all seen this, it's like multiple layers of like a hexagon honeycomb looking bit, mm. and you jump on one little pad, after a second it goes away. Okay. So basically there are multiple layers of floating, uh, falling platforms. I'm surprised hmm. none of you have seen that gameplay, but that's Sorry. like the one. I'm, you know, I'll be honest with you, I have not watched any game, apart from doing the show and Chini was playing it last week. Mm-hmm. I've not really watched it. I've not played it. I've not really watched it either. Yeah, I do recommend at least giving it a look. It's very it, 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 it's not really a flavor of the week. It feels like there is some staying power here, and it's cartoony aspect, and it's mm. well openness and what the game modes can be. It like I said, it needs a lot of work, and it is somewhat a victim of its own success right now. But I look forward to seeing it evolve. I will say that much. Yeah, cool. Oh, I'm sure, and all the you know the developers will be like, right, what else? Can we do with these games? It kind of reminds me a little. In there. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Katamari Damacy because it's like very colorful, big, big world, small things. Uh, you know, it's got that anime aesthetic, like you said, Antonio. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm assuming they aren't uh, Japanese well, developers. Aspect. Right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think one of the developers follows me actually, and he's an animator. Yeah, but I think so. they've definitely gone for that Japanese aesthetic. Oh, at the very least, maybe Japanese game show because it is yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like yeah, bonsai or whatever. Like Taki- is it Takeshi's Castle or something? Yeah, like Takeshi's Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. or Ninja Warrior maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Four yeah. guys. It, I personally believe it is getting the love it deserves. Cool. Personally. Thank you, Antonio. Mm-hmm. Spinning the wheel. Hey, it's on Stu. What do you got, Stu? I've got one more. I'm, I'm going to save one till next week. Okay, I, I approve. We've got of a that. lot to get in as we always do on yeah. this show. 
Go ahead. Uh, so I'm going to save again, but the game I am going to talk about is something a little bit smaller. I'm going to save the bigger one till next week because yes. I've not played enough of it. I don't feel right. Like. Okay, so um, because it's worthy to hear it, right? Uh, but eleven table tennis. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm going to talk about. Okay. Okay. Uh, which is on the quest, and it was on offer, so I thought I'll buy this. You know, I've been looking at it for quite a while actually. Um, because there is there is another table tennis play uh, game that I played. I can't remember what that's called now. Wow. Twelve so table Fury? tennis. Oh yeah, Racket Fury. No, not Racket Fury. Is it Racket Fury? The it's table tennis called one? Is Racket one League. Movie? I think. Huh? Get it? Racket <laughs> League. Yeah, it could be Racket Fury. But this game is far more of a simulator than that game. Is this you that playing? That game. What's that? Sorry, dude. Is this you playing on the video? Yeah, yeah. No, this isn't me playing. Okay. This is somebody on YouTube. Right. Um, whereas Racket Fury is a little bit more arcadey and it does seem to give you a bit more of an assist. So you can actually feel like you're playing pretty well, even if you're not the best table tennis player in the world. You know, it seems to hit in when it maybe shouldn't. This game, I sort of play about as good as I do in real life. So and that is, which is not always what you want, because you know. all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. As as I used to play table tennis quite a bit when I was younger, so I can play reasonably well. But this is so much more accurate. It just feels like playing table tennis in real life. I'm gonna skip past him you know. fiddling with the settings. Yeah, he's doing a lot of of messing around. So if you if you're pretty shit in real life, you'll be pretty shit playing (laughs) this. Yeah, (laughs) is the upshot because it it, like I say, it really does feel like pretty much the bat, the ball, how you hit it, how hard, how slow. So much of the game of table tennis involves the tactile feeling of you know the ball and touching it and seeing it and hearing it and. Yeah. I just I don't and know if I'd, got be, all of that. I'd be very frustrated. Oh, yeah, you're not feeling it though. Yeah, yeah, no, it's got it's got vibration in the controllers, so when you hit the ball, you feel it hit it. Okay. So yeah, you get all that tactile feedback. You get the, obviously the noise. You get the sort of the vibration when you hit it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's it's about as realistic as it can get without actually playing in real life. And the cool thing is, you don't need a huge area like you do in real life. You don't need a massive table. Um, but yeah, it works really good. I haven't tried the multiplayer yet because I don't feel I'm very anywhere near good enough to uh, play the multiplayer. You, Do you know what know. I would say, and I think this would be the measure of this game. I think if you practice in the virtual game and get better at that, you will probably get better in real life. You go down to your local and Ooh. smash some people's faces in. Yeah, I, yeah. I genuinely believe. You could use this as a training simulator for real life. Beer pong on the thing. (laughs) Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff in this game. It's great. It's really, really good. Spin works. You know, I'm drinking alone with a helmet on my head. I know. Beer pong. Yeah, it it, it is about as realistic as it gets. It really is. Okay. So, yeah, it only it was in the sale. I think it cost about eleven quid or something, but worth every penny. It's great fun. And it's a bit of exercise. I know it's not the most strenuous thing in the world. I'd probably hurt my back playing it, yeah. Yeah, you probably (laughs) hurt your back playing this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm decrepit. Yeah, you are old. Uh, But yeah, it's good. Totally, like I say, if you've got a quest, and you know, it's obviously on all VR platforms, but I would definitely recommend this if you want the best 
uh, table tennis experience. The best VR table VR. tennis. This is it, people. 11 table this tennis. This is it. Get 11 it table tennis. And yeah. it's, it's the, the spelling. So you spell 11. It's not a number 11. Right. So there you go. So it's the gold That's standard. It. There you go. Okay, this thank you. This is the gold standard of table tennis. Antonio, do you have anything else to talk about? Uh, I'll spotlight one last thing quickly. Okay, I, I go ahead. This game, I think... Oh, last April, I think, yeah, EGX Res on oh the switchable things, and it just came out on Game Pass, which is Double Kick Heroes. Um, oh, okay. So, my name, if you don't know me, people, is GH Rocker. If you can surmise from that, I like rhythm games a lot. And also, I'm kind of good at them. And if there's any kind of new rhythm game that has a different mechanic to it, I love it. So, the Persona Dancing games, the Hatsune Miku games, the Taiko oh, I hate the Persona Dancing games. game. I will say... Their engines aren't very good, in my opinion. Like It feels a bit off, but whatever. This engine, though, feels great. So what it is, is um, it's a rhythm game where you're playing as a band, and you're basically playing the band, and you're driving away from zombies. So the better you do, the better weapons you get. Uh, wow. You start with just a pistol, it grace to a shotgun. I just saw a dinosaur on screen. Holy shit, that's cool. Um, and it's hard, mainly because you're using a normal controller to do sometimes two or three lanes of music in a, in a row. Wow, that's crazy. I'll be honest, I've, I've played quite a few of these, and I think that's the reason I don't like the Persona rhythm games, mm-hmm. because the controller just doesn't feel natural to to move, and it's just really difficult. I mean, if you're using a guitar controller, it kind of makes more sense. I would argue the best ver- best like music game i played is actually the Hatsune Miku games, and right. you know that, uh, Hatsune Miku is like a Vocaloid Japanese star. And they have rhythm games based on it. And that's because you use both the D-pad and the uh, face buttons separately and together at the same time. So if you're doing it on easy difficulties, you just do one side and then the other. It's very nice and simple. But what's kind of cool about them is they also use the entire controller. So for the PS4, you use the slide bar and also the triggers and also the sticks. So basically, you get into a great rhythm and you kind of become a controller almost. Yeah, I am the controller. But I do prefer uh, I do prefer a rhythm game that sells a separate controller of some capacity. Yeah, I think it does make a difference. I think what's kind of interesting watching this is I feel like they've got a lot of cool stuff going on on the screen, but you would barely ever see it. It's like reading. It's like having to read subtitles all the time. You know, like watching a film, which isn't too bad because you can just look at a subtitle and quickly look back up again. Or somehow, somehow you start getting the subtitles in your peripheral vision so you don't really look at them directly. Whereas mm-hmm. with this, I feel like I would never see what was going on on the screen. I would just be purely looking at that bar. So for the listener there, at the bottom of the screen, there is a musical bar going along. And this, the one right now is very basic. It's just one note, but it becomes two or three different lines of, of notes, but also different uh, instruments. So you're working with them. And you also have to aim up or down, depending on the button you press. Um, so yeah, it can become that can be part of the challenge so i would recommend starting on easier difficulties if you're not good at that i started on the hardest of the hard to see if i could do it and i did have to drop it down one because it's all good being able to hit the notes but if you aim incorrectly you know you're shooting at air so let me get this straight you've got to move the car and hit the notes at the same time so if you hit, for example the note you're seeing on screen that one notes if you hit b for the notes they will shoot up if you hit a for the notes i'm playing on xbox it will shoot down Right. So you don't move the car, you basically pick where you're aiming, oh, okay. up or down, by hitting the note with a specific button. And I played this on the Switch, I remember, like a, over a year ago now, and I'm very happy that it's on Game Pass. So what happens when there's multiple notes then? Like multiple um, lanes? Multiple lanes, um, 
like guitar hero hit them at the same time if they hit you know if they come at the same time um, no but you're you're saying a and b so you hit a and b together mm, instead oh, oh. um so a so a or b does the squares that you're seeing on screen and also um other lanes of other part other buttons so you do triggers for the snare i think it is the snare oh drum God, the this kick is my drum worst be, it's hard. It's hard, but I, you know, I, I want to challenge myself with rhythm games. It's like the only game I feel like I'm really, wow. really good at still. It does look. I mean, don't be, don't get me wrong. I think the art style is really cool, but I just think I would find it the most frustrating thing ever. And I did try it on like normal, so it's just nice and basic, and it's still very fun. I just, yeah, you know, want that little challenge. Um, it's on Game Pass, PC, and Xbox. Anyone out there wants to give it a shot? Uh, it's like a pixel art style in a post-apocalyptic world. You could, at the start, you run from zombies, but on screen, he's running from chickens with massive heads. It's kind of cool. And also Double chicks. kick heroes. Double kick I heroes. guess I can give it a go. It's up. What it's do you have there. to lose? You'll, you'll know in five and, well, minutes. Well, nothing because it doesn't cost like me anything. Like exactly. It. You'll know instantly if you like it or dislike it. Yeah. I just know that my sort of experience with Persona rhythm games is like I generally hate them. I, I, I definitely I, understand that. Part of me thinks I can't see why this would be any different. I would say this is more unique because there's actually thought behind which button you're going to press. It's all good hitting the notes, but like I said, if we're aiming up or down incorrectly, then you're shooting the air. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I would also say the engine for this is better than the Persona engine. I felt like the notes were like off a little bit in the Persona engine. Anyway, I'm getting too nerdy. I yes, I'll give it a go. I will give it a go. I'll promise I'll try it. It's very kind of you. I just want to I know, I know. Game. I'll take your recommendation and give it a whirl. Thank you. That's wow, no one's ever done something. Yeah. To yeah. That's what we're here for. All right. Anybody else put, have any other games they want to talk about? Nope. I've okay. about to ten minutes. It's all right. Cool. Yeah. It's a good game. In that case, it's, it's time game. for a little bit of gaming news, people. Here it comes. <laughs> Putting news first. Yeah, there's not a lot of stuff this week. Some sad news, obviously. Sad, very sad news. Okay. Uh, Chadwick Boseman has sadly passed away this week. Yes, he has. Mm-hmm. That sucks. It's, uh, Unfortunately, so. it's awful, awful thing. So yeah, very, very sad. So, oh. God rest his. Soul. They never made a Black Panther game, did they? No. No, he's been featured in a lot of stuff, but never yeah. a solo Black Panther. Yeah, they got some new Avengers well. game out, don't they? That uh, is that in the news? Because that's that's being myriaded in a bunch of battle passes and DLCs and all that bollocks. I don't know, I, I'll be honest with you; it's not something. It isn't in the news because it's not something I've been interested in. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. So, so the I'm like, I've seen it, but I'm like, so, I quite like Marvel, but I'm not. I'm not a huge fan. Did you get to play it at EGX? I no, I looked it in. I was just like, ugh. I personally didn't enjoy it too much. I'm it looked, it looked, I'll tell you what it looked like to me. It looked like Double Dragon with Marvel characters. But I'm yes, sure that's not true. It doesn't look that spectacular. No, I, I, I looked at it. I wasn't blown away. I didn't look at it and think, wow, that looks incredible. I just looked at it and thought it looks very generic. Unfortunately so, yeah, I must say. So have you actually Pretty played horrible. the game then? I played at EGX, yeah. Uh, I didn't play the beta because I played the you know the beta EGX and that's all I needed really. Um, admittedly, the beta, sorry, the demo ejects was very scripted, um, which maybe isn't a true representation of the game. But watching a bit of gameplay, it just looks like a brawler with a Marvel skin on it. And that's it what I mean. That's, that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah, unfortunately, so. Wow. And also, uh, every character is free. Spider Man is PlayStation exclusive because Sony and Spider Man, and also every character has a fucking battle pass. So, yeah. of course they do. 
Square Do you know what? You'd have thought by now they would have learned the lesson. But they learn the lesson when people stop falling for it. Nickel and diamond, that's what they do. Mm. That is what they do. Um, Bioware has shared the first look at Dragon Age 4. Did you see this? I did not. Was it a picture? Yeah, there was a there was a bit of a behind the scenes and a bit of look at animations. There wasn't a whole oh. lot, to be honest. Okay, okay. There was no, there's nothing to get too excited about. I only played the first Dragon Age. Is the rest worth it? Or are the rest worth it, should I say? I'd, I'll be honest, I really like Dragon Age Equi Week. It's um, okay. I call it that because of you. I was at the <laughs> I know. I know. We are, huh? uh, we are the podcast that coins catchphrases for stuff. Yeah. That's <laughs> what makes knew? it so addicting. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Uh, but yeah, they've not shown a whole lot, but. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to play this because Ikwik Week uh, was kind of a more of a open world, but not open world. They had they were like open world areas. Yeah. Um, so I don't know how this is going to play out. Whether it's going to be full open world, they haven't given like I said, they haven't given too much away. They're just giving some artwork away. You know what stuff's going to look like in the game. A little tiny bit about the combat mm. and some very small stuff about animation. So nothing. Huge, but it's coming. That's a, that's the good thing about this, I guess. It's that basically it them saying, "Don't give up." It's still yeah, going. Right. Like, We're working on it. It was literally the dude saying, "I got a big um, long beard." It's real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there'll be a wizard probably of some description. Serene, serene, serene. I'm going to make a prediction right now. There's going to be a wizard. Yes, he quit. And a dragon. And a dragon. There'll be and a an yeah. Age. Don't know there why. There's yeah. probably going to be a dragon. Right. Uh, so yeah, there was that. And other news this week, uh, this is nothing to do with games, but I thought this was kind of cool. Okay. Uh, yeah, Stephen King's The Stand uh, is going to have a new adaptation, which is premiering in December. Oh, when has a Stephen uh, King adaptation ever gone wrong? I well, got me, did, my, me, me, my podcast co host, Jonas, scaring about movies. Hi. We got <laughs> so much hate for our dislike of um, Dr. Sleep. And I mean, lots and lots of people try to track us down on the internet. Yeah. Wow, that's how it should be. Exactly. Um, yeah, you have a negative opinion. Exactly. It's starting on December seventeenth. It's going to be eight episodes, and yeah, let's fingers crossed because the stand is one of my favorite Stephen King novels. So hopefully it'll be good. I hope so. Anybody we know going to be in it? Uh, I couldn't tell Me. you. Okay. It's going to be people. Apparently, yes. they're going to be actors. Um, right. Yeah. So there's going to be Alexander Skarsgård as Randall oh. Flagg. Yeah, I swear he Which is the uh, It Man, isn't it? Is that the guy yeah, who played yeah. It? Yeah, it was, yeah. So he's going to play Randall Flagg. Whoopi Goldberg as cool. uh, Mother Abigail. All right. I can see her in that role. Uh, Shout out Sister Act 2. Uh, Jovan yeah. Adipo as Larry Underwood. Okay. Heather Graham as Rita Blakemore. That's yeah, pretty she's cool. Right. She's pretty oh, big. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Uh, Owen Teague as Harold Lauder. All right, you get to say Adessa one more actor. Young, Adessa Young as Franny Goldsmith. Okay, good to know. So Thank you for that names, information. Big names, yes. Cool. Big Any names. other news about yeah, video final games? Bit of news. This one is especially for you, Duke. Okay, hit me. Especially for you, Duke, because I know that you haven't really been feeling the Flight Simulator 2020 stuff. You know, even though you could play what is probably going to be one of the best games of the year. Nah. So there's I've a game already done that. Out. It's called Rocket League. There's a game. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I didn't even say this earlier. We had a play date oh, with gee. Sumu. Yay, Sumu! Thank you, Sumu. Shout out to Sumu. That's community stuff later. Right, I'm saying it now. Go on, community stuff. What is the matter with you? Uh, but yes, uh, coming soon to a, a PC near you is a new game called Airplane Mode. Ooh. 
So instead of you controlling the plane, you you are the passenger. In Soviet Russia, plane controls you. So, so what do you mean you're the passenger? Is this Stanley in- Terrible again? This is like, oh, there's deep things going on when you turn your phone on airplane mode. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. What is it? You're no, a passenger no. on a plane. Go on. You're basically a passenger on a plane. And maybe there's going to be some annoying kid in the seat in front of you. I'm bored as hell already. Make me interested in this game. Maybe the Wi-Fi is going to be a bit dodgy. (laughs) Or or maybe the food's a bit terrible. Or maybe the hidden flight entertainment. That sounds great. Where do I I pre-order? And I was like, look, you don't want to fly the plane. You can just actually sit in a plane. Is that all it is? Um, Is you just sitting there? Yeah. Yeah, pretty I much. You actually had pretty something much. interesting to say. God damn. Yeah, most of, most of the trips aren't too long. You'll be pleased to know. Um, Nobody cares about well, this. It's not even a game. They are to add a six-hour endurance mode. So are we ready for emails now? Is that what we're doing? Emails. Plus of this generation, Jesus. It is. I think it's. I think it's going to be better than that. Though. I think it's actually more That ruled. Don't you be shitting on Desert Bus. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah. All I said was that this is probably going to be slightly more entertaining than that. So, okay, first email and only email this evening. Oh, so we've got one and only. One and only is from Duke's number one fan, Jacinta. Oh snap! Here, wait. I got the thing. Her name is Jacinta. There it is. You go. You go yeah. try and get the Jacinta on it one day. Yeah, we do. One day. Oh, yeah, we do. No doubt. Uh, she says this. Hey, guys. Hey. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the, there is a title. The Division and in brackets and FIFA. Okay. Or is it and FIFA? FIFA. FIFA. She says, hey, guys. Hey. Hello. I hope that echo is not in the recording because it's, it's hard to do this. It's just because I'm opening up a there. new tab. Go ahead. I just keep hearing the echo. Hey guys, thanks for your lovely and also helpful comments regarding having a child and being a gamer. I'll definitely send a pic if I manage to get him in a VG onesie. Yay. So I gave The Division another chance. Aside from the disturbing setting and hugely problematic, you're a secret police agent. uh, Because secret police are never a good idea premise. It's a good game. The grindy story light online only style reminds me of many World of Warcraft years. I'm just so glad I realized I prefer third-person games. It's going to save me a lot of time. Also, Chinny, I was totally crushed when you mentioned that Cyberpunk 2077 is in first person. I haven't uh, been following it Chini that long. Sorry. Sorry. What's that, sorry? Uh, Chinny says sorry. <clears throat> yeah, Chinny says sorry. I haven't been following it that closely and didn't even realize what a shame. Not even sure if I'll bother. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm almost... I'm going to say this now, but I could be slightly wrong. I don't know whether they're going to, there's going to be a third-person control scheme if you want to do that. I'm almost sure there is. I'm almost sure. I could be wrong. Check it out. Antonio, if only we had a way of finding out. There uh, was a way. If only there will, was a but way. But there's not, so let's keep going. Exactly. Yeah, well, have a look and let me know as we go along. Also, funny story. Funny story. It's funny, this. Yeah, funny. hit me. I played FIFA. You guys don't know this about me, but I pretty much don't like any sport, like, at all. I used to leave my PE uniform at home on purpose so I didn't have to do PE in high yeah, school. screw that mm-hmm. PE crap. But 
But my veteran non-gaming boyfriend casually mentioned that he maybe would like to play it. Huh. Isn't it funny, right? Because it's usually the other way around. It's like us blokes, like, and wives are like rolling eyeballs at us going, oh, what do you do? I'm not playing no video games, stupid. <laughs> uh, this is the opposite of that. So she jumped at the chance to get him to play, well, literally anything, even Gran Turismo and the remastered Age of Empires 2 weren't enough to hold his interest for any amount of time. Damn. So I dutifully found him a copy of FIFA. Glad it was only $24. Which version, though? Do you give him FIFA 12, you know? Who knows? It doesn't really matter. Like FIFA 18, you can pick up for... I want British to be back British. I've always wanted my channel, like, you know, uh, on the internet, April Fool's Day is always, you know, a big thing on the internet. I've always wanted every year to review the FIFA from 10 years ago. Nice. Every year. So I, if we did it this year, I'd review FIFA, t- FIFA 2020, sorry, FIFA 2011 and then 2012. Yeah. i probably not much that different, with, to be honest. But that's kind of the running joke, I'd say. Oh, yeah. I review every sports game from 2010 or 2011 or whatever. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we oh. jump straight into a co-op match. Mind you, I know absolutely nothing about British soccer teams. Here, football refers only to rugby. So I had to pick something at random. I thought the Orange Wolves logo looked kind of cool. Wolverhampton. So I, exactly. So I picked that. I legit squealed Chitty. Chitty. When the announcer said that we were Wolverhampton. We both sucked. But it wasn't as boring as I thought it would be. And I guess that's something. I couldn't stop saying Fufu in that silly Cockney accent we all call Bogan <laughs> accent, though. So... Question time. Yeah. Hit us. I'm keen to get my little boy into games ASAP. So he doesn't end up like his father. How young (laughs) is too young? Never. Start as soon as he's born, put the VR helmet on him and raise him inside (laughs) Half-Life Alex. Totally agree. Totally agree. Just what you should do, even when he can't grip, if you get a bit of gaffer tape, you can gaffer tape a controller to his fingers so he there gets you used to the feel of it. Yeah. Or the Connect, baby. You are the controller. There you go. Exactly. Exactly. And, Just and get him to start him off with the game Connect, baby. It's it's a baby game for babies on the Connect. Yeah, Connect. You have to kind of throw the baby around a little bit, but you know he'll have fun. There's yeah, a she, Cookie Mama spin-off game where you do take out, look after a baby on the Wii, actually, and you actually have a real baby. Oh, so nice. There's always that. Yeah. Um, to answer your question, uh, Jacinta, about yeah. third person <clears throat> from PC, sorry, from US Gamer. While most of Cyberpunk 2077 is played in first person, there are some aspects that will be third person, such as driving a vehicle. So um, there you go. Just only play person. the parts where you're driving, and you'll love it. Yeah, you'll be fine. Then there you go. See, yeah. it's not all lost. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. How young is too young? As well, I think. Personally, as soon as they're old enough to understand what a game is, is fine by me. As we heard, four years old three. is the way people are yeah, starting four. now. So I was about four. three. Yeah, yeah, three or four. I mean, apparently, I played Wolfenstein 3D at about four years old. There you go. You see, that is the oh, age four. There we go. I have no recollection, but my dad told me this recently, and it possibly explains a lot. <laughs> Maybe I'll just start him on Nintendo. Any other suggestions? Minecraft, um, I think, is the Minecraft, obvious one baby. on sort of creator Definitely. mode. Yeah. Don't do what my father did and give me House of the Dead 2. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah, a bad that does idea. not sound good. Uh, and I was like five idea. or six. Although, look at me now. I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, look at you now. <clears throat> yeah, you're, you're fine. fine. You, you worked out fine. It's all good. Uh, but I don't know. Nintendo, I guess Mario Kart always works for, oh, for yeah. you kids. What, what you'll be amazed at, Jacinta, and this always amazed me with Millie when she was very young, 
is how quickly they learn stuff. Yeah. You'll just be amazed at how quickly your son will pick up gaming and sort of suddenly be doing stuff like, because, you know, ultimately kids' connections in the brain happen a lot quicker than older people. So they become very adept at doing stuff very, very quickly, you know, and they're like a sponge at that age. You'll I just be say, amazed. Um, I would say platformers, given platformers. Yeah, they, they always are work. Simplest, simplest to get. So Sonic, Mario, or even Celeste, Banjo are going inside. <laughs> yeah, Celeste. Yeah, I love Celeste. Super man. Meat Boy. Super Meat Boy. There you go. <laughs> um, Celeste. Millie, Millie actually absolutely loved Mutant Muds when she was younger. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. And she she played the heck out of that game. She was amazing. If you do give a child Super Meat Boy, make sure you stand behind him, and every time he messes up or dies, you got to make sure you're standing right behind him with the old. There you go. Yeah. That'd be perfect. There you go. Uh, anyway, so, so there you go. That's about as much as we can say. But, you know, it'll happen if you, yeah. if you persevere. That's what you got to yeah. do. Uh, she says, P.S. I forgot. Uh, the boyfriend did like one other game. Oh. Go on. Duke's going to love this. He played Journey <laughs> and was really <laughs> impressed with the music <sighs> and oh, the, well. the inspiration from Joseph Campbell. Perhaps there's hope for him yet. Well, he liked elements of the game. He didn't like the game, it sounds like. he liked. Well, maybe he did the like game. the game. And that's yeah, fine. If other people like games that I don't like, I'm not mad. I have, Everybody finds a game that fits them in the same way as people. Then nobody says, I don't like movies. You just don't like certain kinds of movies, which is fine. As Aziz Ansari once said, it's just not my cup of tea. Mostly because I don't like big chunks of shit floating in my tea. Or, and also, as you once said, technically I'm homeless. Yeah. yeah, or because it doesn't get rid of rads. You know, that tea's just not Technically, good enough. Technically, I'm homeless. Uh, and then she says, PPS. And there's another PPPS. PPPS. I can't sleep now because I can't stop thinking about the hero's journey and Dan Harmon's circle theory. Yes. If you guys haven't seen the story train episode of Rick and Morty yet, you absolutely must. Morty tries to imagine a story that adheres to the bechdel test and it kills me every time you must watch nice i have not seen that i love stuff about the bechdel test i don't know if i've said this on this podcast but here's a joke two women walk into a bar and talk about the bechdel test what is the bechdel test i'm not gonna tell you this this email is getting far too intellectual no i will tell you because i should use this opportunity to educate the guys around me me, man educate me allison bechdel is a cartoonist she did a series called dykes to watch out for she also wrote safe home one of the greatest graphic novels of all time and she said here's a way uh here here's this it's a way of sort of looking at how hollywood works and which stories get told and which ones do not a movie or other text passes the Bechdel test if there are two female characters, they each have names, and at some point in the film, they talk about something other than a man. Mm-hmm. Most movies do not pass the Bechdel test. I remember from film school, it's, to put it very simply, it's a measure of representation of women in fiction. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you learn something every day. That's right. Mm-hmm. Thanks, I'm not the title. Thank you, Jacinta, for writing in. Thank you, Jacinta. Yeah, you said that's our only email, huh? who yeah. know nothing about intellect. That's right. Keep it coming. Well, that doesn't include you, but that does include me, and I'm not so sure about Antonio. Well, he said he knew about it, so it's just yeah, you. Yeah, I guess he's intellectual as well, and I'm just... You said no man. other emails, huh? No, that was it. Oh, it's the way to leave a no, message no, for crap. us. 
So, if you're curious, oh, if a movie passes the Bechdel test, I must say, go to BechdelTest.com, where you can see pretty much every movie, and if it passes the Bechdel test. Nice. So, for example, Sonic the Hedgehog, it does. Yay. 1917, it does not. Okay. Ah. Good to know. Let's see. Yeah, so there's two speak pipes this week. One is from Jay, and one is from Derek Sines, which, Lovely. you know, if you think about it, if somebody were to ask us, hey... You got two speak pipes. Who are they from? I would say yeah. probably Jay and Derek. So, yeah, you would. By the way, people, it's very simple to do if you want to send us a speak yeah. pipe. It's dead, dead easy. Just go just, to veterangamers.co.uk, click on the speak pipe, and start talking. Yep. Or you can just do veteran gamer speak pipe and probably search that on Google and find it fairly easily. Yeah, mm-hmm. just like Jay did. And here's the speak put, pipe he sent. Just put veteran gamers into anything, and you'll probably find what you're looking for. Evening, veteran gamers. It's Jay here. Um, I've not done a quiz again uh, because I have just got a full-time job. Oh, my goodness. Full-time job. Congratulations. Well done. Are you saying that's more important than spending 30 hours making a stupid quiz for us? What is the matter with him? It wouldn't be a stupid quiz. It would be an awesome quiz, but it wouldn't be as important as getting a job, I guess. Actual proper job, full-time hours, full-time contract, and the whole shebang. Um but I thought I'd just throw in a speak pipe uh, in lieu of that. Yay. Um, Yeah, so I thought I would talk very, very briefly about Crackdown 3. Oh, yes. um, I've been in the... Well, I've had the impression over the past few years that it was total and utter crap. But since Duke um, played it not so long ago, and as we all know, Duke is always correct, I thought, fuck it, I'll have a go. And you know what? It's really, really fun. Yeah, baby. Oh, it's actually <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Jay, you're my boy. Is it perfect? No, it's it's not. The dialogue is terrible. The jumping <laughs> is infuriating. Yes. And the enemies can be equal so, but it is actually quite a fun game. And yeah, I am is. enjoying it. I've been yeah. playing it for a good few hours. You're welcome. I will continue to play it until completion. That's right. Will I get every orb? No, Hell I no. bloody well won't. No, nope. but I will <laughs> do most of it, and we'll have fun in the process. Yay! Uh, yeah, it's just I'd share that. Uh, you're welcome. Yay! <laughs> I guess. Have a good night. I'm going to go to work now. Bye. Bye. You know yeah. what? It's fine to be wrong. Whatever. You're just mad because other people know I'm it's right. Fine to be. Look, if you played the original Crackdown, there's no. I did reason play to the play original Crackdown. Exactly, no reason to play this game. I will say this. I didn't do anything involving driving. I think I drove like two cars, like two feet. I didn't... That's probably terrible. Why bother driving? You can just fly around everywhere and jump off of stuff and... uh, Yeah, it's an awesome game. I love it. Thank you, Jay. Anything else about that? No? Okay, moving on. Derek sent us a speak (laughs) pipe, so here goes. Wrote a song about it. Want to hear it? Here goes. The foolish man seeks to attain a perfect life. But the wise man seeks to attain a happy and contented life. And that's not a bad philosophy as life philosophies yeah, grow. Yeah, well said. Uh, which is why I wanted to talk to you this week about stress. I've been mm-hmm. uh, in a couple of situations this week where I was under quite a lot of stress. And I realise when I think back on the two situations, which I'll not go into in any great detail, uh, I could have probably acted a bit better or said things a different way, which would have made a better outcome. But um, you just need to turn on the TV or look on the internet to see 
and it's a pretty stressful world in this crazy year that's been 2020 so far. So I was thinking, do the veteran gamers have any philosophies or ways of dealing with stress? I know where uh, Duke has talked about it quite often, and he's even written a couple of books about it. Uh, and I did yeah. buy those books, Duke. Um, but uh, do the veteran gamers have a philosophy? Uh, do you have a certain way of dealing with stressful situations, or do you just deal with each situation as it comes? And I just leave it at that. But uh, I just say keep on gaming, and before I go, I'll leave you with a well, a few words to sum up my feelings about 2020. Well, so you're saying you made all of that up? I made 95% of that up. <laughs> nice. Flight of the Concords for the win. Yeah, Antonio, what do you think? Stress? Um, I am still dealing with that myself personally. Uh, if anyone knows me personally, I'm a big advocate for mental health and all that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, I'm personally going through it right now. The last week, actually, I, I alluded to the start of the podcast, but I mm. had someone of six years, someone I trusted very deeply, um, basically betray me and not talk to me again. Sucks. And oh, that's been that's a very terrible. depressing, stressful situation. Oh, yeah. And for that, really, from what I've learned from it is... It's about learning to love yourself and accept your flaws. Mm-hmm. So in terms of dealing with stress and that, I'm starting to learn just to accept it and take each day as it comes. Me- I got to say, you're a lot more resilient than I was when I was your age because if I had been through something like that and someone was like, come talk on our podcast, I'd be like, fuck off. I'm spending a week alone and doing nothing. So well, I, I, really- I did. I, I went away for a week, um, yeah, half a cool. week to Wales. I spent most of the week crying. Yeah. But it's about letting the bad days kind of happen i find and moving on like now i I want to focus on myself i mentioned at the start i want to change careers sure it really is about taking the situations i think and then i just think it's great yeah you're you're doing the work that needs doing because that's hard that's i think the hardest thing of all is to is to say you know yeah you know what this is something that sucks it's here it's not going to last forever i got to just try to let go of it and it'll you know this too shall pass as they say Mm -hmm, exactly um, yeah, that, that's what I personally do since, uh, yeah, mental health is something I'm a really big advocate for and I learn more about myself every day, really. Um, it really does come down to, I think, with stress, finding something you really enjoy. I'm still trying to find that right now since gaming actually a lot of the time doesn't help me anymore. Right. I think it's something, for me, it's creative. I find for a lot of people it's doing mm-hmm. something creative, something to get the passion out. Yeah. I remember when I had the final conversation with this person, I wrote a film. I wrote a film which I'm still working on. I sent it to you actually, Eric, to, yeah, to read over. Yeah. Yep. Which is now I think thirty pages long. Oh my goodness. Um, because that was just my way of getting out stress out healthfully. Yeah. Apart from you know crying. Put it so on the page, it really man. Really is. Sorry to get deep, people, but it's just finding your best coping mechanism. Hey, that healthy. was the question, so you answered it well. Thank you. Stu. Uh, for me, I don't know. I don't. I try not to get stressed, to be honest. I suppose. Um. Is there a reason why you can't get stressed? Not really. You're crushing it down into a tiny ball that gets deeper and denser in your soul, and one day it's going to flame out? No, nothing like that, really. I get less stressed and more just fed up with stuff, I guess. (laughs) So when you get really fed up, what do you do? It's not really the same thing, but like at the moment, like every now and again, I'll just be like, ugh. You know, especially at the moment with all this crap stuff that we never talk about that's going on in the world Mm -hmm. on this show, but... I do get, I don't really get stressed about stuff, but I do get a bit like, not down, but just a bit like, ugh. Do you know what I mean? That's not a bad way of doing it, though, I'd say. 
to be fed up of it is better than to be angry or sad, I'd say. Yeah, I very rarely get angry or sad about stuff. I just get fed up. I'm I'm generally a very positive person, so I don't I don't tend to look at negative stuff. I try to always look on like in people, I always try and see the good in people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No matter what they're doing or you know, they're doing something that's that I just think's like, why are you doing that? But I then I then tend to try and look at positives rather than negatives you know and try and find the good in situations and people alike i suppose i will say to anyone who is who is like that and i'm like that myself i am nice to everyone i treat everyone with the respect i think they deserve i've learned especially the past week if they're not giving the same respect back just move on yeah they're not worth your time it's you get one life well at least i think you do um so just treat everyone the way you want to be treated and if they don't respect you back move on or just get them out of your life yeah, yeah you know, and, sometimes, and sometimes you just need to accept that some people are just like that exactly there's nothing you're ever going to do to change that person because that's just the way they are and yeah. it's very difficult to change people's personalities you can change behaviours but you mm-hmm. can't change the way people are you know what the, how the personality works yeah yeah and it's it's a lot just to do accepted. with I think yeah recognising I mean because I've, I've I've actually spent a lot of my life trying to encourage people to be different and better. And in some cases it works in some cases it doesn't. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get my students obviously to like think about the world differently. And I've heard a lot of good stuff from students about how I have helped them in that regard. So I'm never going to stop, but out of the cl- outside of the classroom. Yeah. It, it comes a point when, you know, I was just talking about this with the Duchess, like there's a person who, you know, basically made it very, they poured a lot of gasoline on the bridge and now it's like, oh, Diane's burning the bridge, right? That's it's easy for her to feel that way. But it's no, mm-hmm. that lady burned, poured all that gasoline on the bridge. You just happen to not douse it with something that would get rid of the gasoline. So, you know, there's a great scene in the movie The Hate You Give where her, and it's in the book mm-hmm. too. The mother is telling the daughter, like, look, this young lady has been your friend for a long time, but it sounds like you're not getting much out of the friendship. So, like, is it really worth it? And I won't say what happens, but, you know, we have to ask ourselves that. And it's okay to just, yeah, like you said, cut those ties and move on. Because if they're not doing the work to, you know, it's got to be a two-way street. And a lot of people will be leeches and just take advantage of everything. And a lot of people become, you know... It, it's codependent is the basic term for it. But, you know, you, you you think, oh, I have to keep being the one to text this person and chasing after this friendship. At a certain point, it's like, you know what? I'm tired of doing all this work. I'll just not bother. So Yeah, the other, the other thing I would say is just don't dwell on stuff. Because <laughs> yeah. Don't dwell it's, on stuff because ultimately you can't change stuff that's already happened. That's mm-hmm. true. You know, things happen and, and sometimes we make mistakes or we do stuff that we're not proud of or we think, crap, shouldn't have done that. But just forget about it because ultimately there's nothing you can do to change that now. You know, if you do something, you know, to upset someone, then you need to apologize. Mm-hmm. But, but, but you're never going to go back it. and change what you did. You know, that's that's never going to happen. And, and likewise, people will do stuff that will upset you. But again, there's nothing you can do to go back and change that you know it ha- it's already happened there's nothing you can do about it you've just got to move on and, and stop you know don't dwell on it i know that sounds easy to say well but... it's easier said than done my dad used to say it all the time if there's nothing you can do about it don't worry about it and it is a good philosophy yeah. it's just the question about how to put that into practice has always been tough for me which is why i wrote the mind white book to begin with because mm-hmm. it wasn't until i really took time to intentionally consciously be here now and do it on a regular basis and feel what it feels like to just 
try to let go of all that stuff. And some days it works and some days it doesn't. That's the end of it. Um, but, you know, they asked me to the lead other- some sessions uh, at the start of each of the school days this coming week. So, you know, it, it's helped some people. If other people want to check it out, if you haven't, you know, I got a free PDF, free audio book on my website. It's called MindWipe. I'll put a link in the chat if anybody cares. Yeah, the other cool. thing I do, which the other do, the, the other thing I do quite a lot when I'm potentially going into a stressful situation, and I'm sure everybody does this, is is you do you do a bit of time travel? Your brain sort of I create all the possible scenarios that could happen. So I sort of think about mm. right, all you know, what are what are all the the outcomes of what's you know going to happen when I do whatever it is that I think is going to be stressful. And it's it's just playing all those things out in uh, you know ahead of time and then working out the best route forward, I suppose. Oh, and you can also, would, in that sense, sorry, Anton, I keep cutting you off. Uh, there, there's you can if yeah, if you think like, okay, what's the worst that can happen? Let me get my head around what that would feel like. Let me go ahead and get it over with, accepting the shock of that, and then I can deal with it a little more easily. Go ahead, Antonio. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say, um, for that in particular, you can also overthink, which is what oh, yeah. I personally do. And also, is it's a very broad question, and don't take everything we say too closely, because everything, especially with stress, emotions, anything like that, is very, very person-to-person. And yes. it's complex so, as yes. well. It really yes. is. That's what I've learned through my therapy yes. sessions, and also yes. talking to therapists, and also yes. helping people, is, uh, yeah, it's very complicated. Your mileage may um, vary. And we're not really experts. Is. Nope. So Please, I, if I could, clear. if I could summarize it into one sentence, reach out to the people that care about you the most, yeah. and if talk, that person doesn't talk about it, yeah. well, maybe that's an answer. You know. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, Great it's question. also important to treat yourself gently. A lot of people get hard on themselves because they're not, you know, they know what they ought to do in, intellectually, but then putting it into mm-hmm. practice is very difficult. And you know, we see with people who are addicted to things like you relapse. That's what happens. That's what we do. You can't feed into this narrative of, oh, I'm worthless. I can never change. I'm hope, you know, there's no point in trying to help me because that's just a defeatist perspective. And just the same way as the Pollyanna perspective is everything's always great and perfect. Reality is in the middle. And the truth is that sometimes things go wrong and you're going to do the wrong stuff, but you can't beat yourself up about it. So learning to forgive yourself is very important. And the other thing I'll say, this is the last thing I'll say on the top. One of the things that mindfulness practice on a regular basis has done for me is it helped me to feel what it feels like to be at rest so that in those moments when I am stressed, I can stop and feel what it feels like, recognize that my muscles are tense and that my eyebrows are clenched together and that my, you know, my, maybe I'm rubbing two fingers together or whatever it is. Our body does these things unconsciously and the more aware you are of them, it's not about stopping yourself or beating yourself up again because like, oh yeah, I'm doing that thing. I'm gnashing my teeth or whatever. It's just about recognizing it, recognizing that you're doing it, and if possible saying, okay, I don't need to be doing that right now. I'm just going to let go of this muscle that's clenched right now. And that is a thing that you eventually can get better at. You know, They call it biofeedback, like what's your body doing? And you can use that practice then to, you know, take deep breaths, allow your heart rate to slow down. And it's not about like willing your body into calm. That's the wrong approach. It's about just unclenching everything and releasing so that you you can, if nothing else, in those t- tense, stressful moments, you can say, okay, you know what? 
and I do this when I play Rocket League, I'll, I'll put my feet on the floor. I realize that I've got my feet kind of twisted under me or whatever. I'm like leaning to the right in my chair. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm going to sit up straight and I'm going to put my feet on the floor so that whatever else happens right now, I know that at least I don't have any extra pressure weighing on my body. Yeah, it don't hurt your back. Yeah, well, <laughs> I can't give you advice on that shit. Yeah, don't listen to Duke. He knows yeah. nothing I'm about the title. All right. I'd love to hear uh, a syncast about like mental health and like your journey with that. I'd love to oh, hear about well, that. Oh, all right. I will do that. Thank you for the suggestion. Thank you for the emails and the speak pipes. Yeah. All right. Uh, do we have anything else before shout outs? No. Uh, Derek in the, in the chat has said, Duke, time to mention the didactic. Try and say that with my yeah. team. Again. Didactic syncast and spoiler cast for The Wire. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody should listen to the things that I do and buy my book. What are you, you? Buy what are you my talking book. about? I did it alone on the Wire Syncast. It's yeah, just me talking about like... the Wire for two and a half hours. No, yeah. uh, Stu and Chinny very graciously joined me for an awesome discussion about the Wire TV show. And we get into every season and we play little excerpts from each of the theme songs. And if you haven't watched the Wire, obviously you should watch it first. But if you have seen the Wire, even if it's been a while, um, join us because it's a really fun discussion. I had a great time talking about it. And uh, yeah, thank you, Derek, for I, I, uh, mentioning. You know, it was quite funny. After we'd finished it, I was like, "We never talked about what happened to Marlo." Oh yeah, we don't talk about a lot of stuff. I mean, even though it's no, two and a half no, hours, it was like one of the most things. important story points for oh, the yeah. whole thing, and we oh, didn't totally. even talk about him. Well, that'll be part two. Yeah, we'll have to do it. We'll have to do it. This is all the stuff we missed. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's time for a shout out. Hey, Antonio, why don't you go first with the shout outs? Um, I firstly like to thank you guys and Mike out there since um, everyone out here who listens, you know, we're just thankful you do this podcast and weekly as well. So I do one going about movies, but for me, it's just a little side thing for fun, you know, when I can. But you guys keep it up. Sure, you can't make it every week. That's why I'm here. Hi. Yeah. Well, if somebody's being lazy, sure. Well, I mean, we should we should say it was his wedding anniversary today. So what? Mm-hmm. Uh, do, well, hell, if I you only remember to like an hour before the show, yeah, exactly, the problem, right? That it's one thing to, to like skip the before. show for your wedding anniversary. It's oh, another by thing the way, to not remember until the day my before. wedding anniversary right. today. I better go get a gift. <laughs> yeah, shit, I haven't even got a card. <laughs> he just draws one on an index card. Here you go. He is funny. I love him to be. I do love him to bits, but he is funny. So, Antonio, how about this? Speaking of self-promotion, what's the latest episode of Gabbing About Movies about? Like, what movies do you talk yeah, about? What movie are you talking about? It's at, Well, the newest, the newest one was a while ago. It was July, but we talked about Palm Springs, Boyhood, and more. But there we'll be go. coming back very soon since the cinemas are open again and Tenet is out now. And uh, oh, yeah. I'll be seeing that in the next couple of days. As well as Bill and Ted. Three other movies in the same day. <laughs> Oh, snap. I feel like Bill and Teddy's going to be terrible. I mean, is there reviews for that yet? We watched the first um, one again. I want to see it. I don't want to know anything about it. So don't, if you've heard about reviews, keep them to I've yourself. I've not heard anything. I don't know. Okay. That's why I was asking. Well, keep it to I yourself. Antonio's probably heard things. I don't want to hear it. Keep them to yourself. La, 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 I'm guessing la, la, the terrible, la, la, though, la, la, is my la. prediction. Whatever. I, Haters I can't see hate. you because Duke wants to know nothing. Okay. okay. And uh, Stu, shout outs. Uh, I'm going to shout out Tommy, who was the first time I think he's listened See to the show. Me, feel me, feel I'm not a new GH Rocker, baby. Me. Yeah, GH Rocker. I'm not 100% sure his dad would approve, and I don't know whether he was aware he was listening <laughs> he's to. He's under us. the covers of the flashlight. I don't know why you need a flashlight if you're listening to a podcast, but. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> what you just said, though, Duke, is a bit strange. Well, no, that's what people used to do when they were reading comics under the bed covers. I guess, well, but again, this boy. isn't a comic. I know, that's the joke. Jesus, keep going yeah, with yeah. your shout-outs. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Tommy, 
Um, yeah, and and I'd like to shout out all the new subscribers. I'm nearly an affiliate on Twitch. Oh right. snap! Congrats. I know. I only need five more subscribers. So people, DJ no if clue. Not subs- DJ underscore no clue. Just yeah. make sure it's the right one. That's the name. Uh, so DJ Twitch, name is DJ Twitch. underscore. forward slash DJ underscore no clue. I normally just stream music mixes, but now I'm streaming flying. Beep, beep, uh, beep, so beep, beep. Got any interest at all in either music or Flight Simulator 2020, then I'm the man for you. And you never know, I might even stream other games. Dude, you should oh do God, a no. mix while Radio you're streaming. flying. That would be crazy. I know, I know. So get yourself over there, get subscribed. Music, <laughs> sometimes music and flying combined, Dude. although I'm not doing that live because that will be hard. <laughs> not for a pro. Um, <laughs> maybe that would be my niche yeah, I mix go. and fly a plane there at the same go. time <laughs> that would be a very fun flight I will say yeah. I, I, I mean, imagine if you were actually in a plane, the pilot came on and said, ladies and gentlemen, we're reaching our cruising altitude of 6,000 BPM so I'll just put on mixes I've done in the past while I'm flying the plane because, you know, I like a bit of music while I'm flying God, I feel like we're podcasting now yeah, and so it's not just me talking me. boring. There's music. The only problem with it is that the, the, then they just mute everything. Afterwards. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but That's hey, what are you for archival purposes, baby. Yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? It is what. Oh God, do. the pilot passed out. Is anybody in the plane a DJ? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one needs someone who's had a heart attack. He's like, who can play music? <laughs> right, uh, stewardess, right. yes, very large and skinny man at the same time. I'm a DJ. Fat Boy Slim, get it? Right. I get you. My shout-outs. I'm going to shout-out Sumu because he came to the Rocket League playdate. It was my bad. I didn't put up any notice at all. People were putting up suggestions all cool. week for the playdate on the Discord, and I came in with an hour and a half to spare. and was like, oh, yeah, I should do a playdate. And uh, so I just declared that it was going to be Rocket League. But it gave Sumu time to reinstall the game, and he hadn't played it in years. Uh, we had a fun. We had, you know, a bash, knocking the ball around. We lost a lot. But whatever. He had a good goal. I had a few goals. We had a good time. That was what was important. So um, I don't know. Does anybody have any recommendations for next week? Hmm. Fly Simulates 2020. You can play it. I'm multiplayer. Uh, I'm not installing 100 gigabytes. Just do it. Smother nope. you. Nope. Sorry. Hmm. Uh, by the way, I should have said, and I didn't. I am doing a series of the world's most dangerous airports. So if you want to see you did that, say that's that. what I'm going to be doing over the next few weeks. Yeah, you said Pretty that. Cheated. Landing at places where you should never land. Well, if you have something you want to join us in a play date for, uh, give us a holler yeah, at Duke Scath. Let me know what you want to play, and we'll play it. Maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I probably won't be there. Well, there you go. That's okay. Well, yeah. thank you, everybody. Uh, any last words before we wrap this up? Has Antonio done his? Yeah. I did a shout out my podcast and also you guys are doing the podcast weekly. Yeah. Okay. It's time for a shout out. Whoops. If you like this podcast, there is another site you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk yeah. about See, RPGs. Many, people say, Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says that. Then of course you have links to you know great forums. You don't have any other friends. So check it out. VGHub.net it is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. I do not have a problem. If I want to play Crazy Cupcakes, I will play Crazy Cupcakes.
Okay, that's that. Cool. See, we're done. There we uh, done. Thank you. By the way, Antonio, thanks very much for filling yeah, in Yeah, thanks, Antonio. You're very welcome. I'm so very grateful for this little yeah. change of scenery for a night, so thank you. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. no, been good. It's been good. And As I'm going to stop recording now. Stop.